bonkers. This is probably the most bonkers episode we've ever done. We've been trying to get on the air for like an hour. I say on the air. No one was on the air anymore. On the digital airways, whatever. We've been trying to start this podcast for like an hour. And I'm going to own this, JP. Brad, I'm going to own this. It's on me. The technology has not been cooperating today. So I'm just going to say, whoops. But we're on. We're good to go. It is 10.13 p.m., just so you have a reference point for where we're starting this podcast from. On Friday night, we're in round three of the NFL draft. The thought I had originally, JP, was to start this thing at the beginning of round two, but you told me we might get decapitated by a certain person you live with if we tried that. We got Brian Bridge. That may have blown your eardrums. Sorry about that. My bad. So we're going to talk about what's happened already, especially in the last round and a half or so, but also... In the hey, first round, you can't and, just disregard uh, what just happened. JP likes Brian Branch. I like, I love Brian Branch. I love Jack Campbell. Give me a minute. We'll get to that. Okay. So what we're going to do, because Damn we it. need to be slightly professional before we're totally unprofessional. I'm really glad I talked over whatever just happened out of your behind. That's my chair. Is a leather chair. Is it a leather chair yeah. or is it other so things? They call it. It was a leather chair, Yikes. man. Okay, that's this is where we're at tonight, everybody. Okay, this uh, we may not do another show after this. I don't know. We may get canceled. We'll see what happens. But we are more or less live right now uh, for the rest of the evening here as we wrap up day two of the NFL draft. JP's self-proclaimed favorite day of the draft as we go through round two yeah. and round three. We have been drinking various types of beverages. And Brian Branch did get drafted by the Lions. So that leads us into how we're going to do things. I'm going to say it eight more times. I pre- well, we'll real, real quick, you'll be able to do this properly because the way we're going to do this run-through is in between all the picks that are still happening because they still have the second half, uh, last 20-some-odd, 15 picks or so of the uh, – what, what were we at? It'd 20 picks round, like that of the third round. We yep. got about 20 picks left in the third round. So what we're going to do in between all of that is talk about teams in the draft. So usually we've opened in the past when we've gone through teams with the AFC North. We're going to start with the NFC North because you are wearing Lions gear, and I am actually wearing Bears gear mostly to mess with you. I've got a Buckus jersey By on. By the way, Dan, Dan's recording on. this from outside my basement window. I made him sit outside not true. With that jersey on. I'm also not sitting anywhere near you, though. So both of you guys, and say hi, Brad. Brad. Hi. So Brad, who was on our uh, podcast last year for the draft, is back again this year, and uh, we're trying to get him involved with this as well. So those two, just to picture this in your in your mind, because we're not doing video yet. That's next year. Uh, these two guys are sitting in comfy leather armchairs. Oh, now it's at a now TV. you're calling it a leather chair. Wh- whatever was making noise for you earlier, yeah. and then I'm over at the computer fighting with technology. But at any rate, I prefer we, where we sit. You guys are winning. There's no doubt you're winning this argument right now. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna run through different uh, teams, different players, because we don't need to do this in real time. Let's be honest. Everyone's gonna be paying attention to other things. It's kind of real time. So we're gonna open up with the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions, so far in their draft, I'm going to give everybody what picks they've made, and then I'm going to let you talk about them. So, at the 12th pick in the first round, they took Jameer Gibbs. The 18th pick in the first round, Jack Campbell. Today, the third pick in the second round, Sam LaPorta. We'll get to that in a second. (laughs) No, we got to talk about semi-live. The Broncos just got Riley freaking Moss. That is an awesome pick at 83. That is an awesome pick. You love Riley Moss. I do, especially at 83. What are we doing? That's great. Where would you have taken Riley Moss? About 34 picks prior to that. I don't know. <laughs> like so, yeah. way earlier than that. 
That's a really good pick. Are you becoming a Denver Broncos fan? Are you they got Russell Drew Wilson? Sanders. They got Riley Moss. They're taking players alike, man. Are you rooting for they Russell Wilson? They got Marvin Mims. I think so, except for the fact they have no chance because Russ can't cook nothing. <laughs> Russ, Russ is no longer in a fully functioning kitchen. Let's put it no, that way. No, he can't make he's a, not a pack of ramen noodles. Around. They're going right. to draft Stetson Bennett in two <laughs> rounds, and he's going to replace Russ. Okay, well, before we get to that type of reductionist history, <laughs> let's focus on the Lions. The Lions had Jameer Gibbs at 12 in round Boo. one. At 18, cool. they had Jack Maybe. Campbell. In the third round, with the third pick, they grabbed Sam Laporte. The 14th pick in the, f- the second round, rather, they grabbed Brian Branch. And then in the third round, they took Hennon Hooker. So that's where Detroit is at to cap off the day. JP, your take on Detroit's pick so far. Well, dude, I'm with the rest of the world, and everybody's already looked at it by now. You flip all that around, and the draft class makes a ton, a ton of freaking sense. <laughs> but it was so damn stressful to get to this point because you should have gone. Like, Brian Branch would have made more sense to go early. I have no idea, but I absolutely love Branch. I love Campbell. I really like Jameer Gibbs, like as a player. I really do. And maybe he unlocks Ben Johnson's offense. I have no idea. But dude, extreme stress. Like Brad, I was hanging out with you last night. I was, <laughs> I was, I was going to take my jersey off. I was so upset. But here's the thing: they traded back, acquired picks. It's like, okay, I love this. Right. We're going to get extra picks and then get Christian Gonzalez. Nope, passed on him. What the mm-hmm. hell was that all about? Uh, and then we took Jameer Gibbs. Like, should have taken Christian Gonzalez. I'm sorry. We should have. But I'm okay with it now because we got Brian Branch at, like, 45, which is absolutely bananas to me. But I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> but, I like, the roller coaster of this Lions draft, like, the ups and downs, like, it's been way too damn stressful for me as a whole. And real quick, real quick, before you jump in, Brad, I'm just and ranting. I know that the, the Chargers are up right now, but real quick, I'm going to play a little bit of audio of of JP's reaction oh, the to Laporta? the Sam Laporta pick. Dude, Laporta. Ugh. Oh, okay. So, dude, do you want me to explain what Go happened? Ahead. So, I'm, like, I'm trying to grill, man. And, I, like, it's day two starting up. I'm already stressed because, like, the draft's starting. <laughs> I'm still not – we haven't eaten yet. Mm-hmm. We're running way behind. And like, dude, I need Brian Branch. I need Brian Branch at 34. And then all I hear is Sam Laporta. And I may or may not have whipped my lion spatula <laughs> all the way across my entire backyard. I don't know if everybody could hear that or not, but it was beautiful. And we'll try to post the video somewhere, but it was amazing. It was a solid reaction. Laporta! To there. Wildly interesting. The Porta! I need a spatula. <laughs> Just take Laporta. Yeah, my spatula's got a Lions logo on. It's over there. And again, you'll get that. Now, Now, Brad is doing a little happy dance here because the Chargers just picked, and we will come back to this pick Dian later, Henley, but go ahead. Yeah, Diane Dian Henley. Go ahead, Brad. In real time, give us your opinion on what that pick means for the Chargers. The Diane Henley pick? Yep. Oh, my God. We have a linebacker that can actually cover. You mean a wide receiver? No, he's a linebacker. <laughs> They, they drafted the a wide receiver in the first round, yeah. When which Henley is good. was when Henley was getting picked towards the top of the second round, I was nervous. But here in the third round, yeah, that's good. Yeah, value. absolutely. This is where off-ball linebackers should go. Sorry, Jack Campbell. Mm. But anyway, yeah, no, it's great. 
that's exactly what they need. He's like their little mini Fred Warner. Well, we'll come back to the Chargers a little yeah, later Yeah, yeah, we're not on, there yet. But do yeah. you have an opinion on the Lions so far besides what JP is talking about? Yeah, with I've, Brian I've actually liked all their picks. I get it's it. not in the order? The order's crazy. Well, it's, it's one of those things where they, they have their guys that they really like, and they didn't feel strongly about your Gonzalez guy, and they hey. didn't feel strongly about any of my guys either. But these are all guys that I liked. I sure. just... If positional value be fucked. They got the best players they could get. You know, like fuck yeah, we, they're we getting disrespected about, by the national media, though. Look, we not anymore. Except for my guy, they, DJ. they totally redeemed themselves with this round. We yeah. joked we knew about was going to happen. We joked about how we we're going to have to put the E on this tag, but it was because of Brad, not JP, so far. Oh, I totally. <laughs> You're all good. Yeah. That's because you you caught me like post everything yeah. live real time. No, my goodness. Actually, so as fun. this started, when my guy Yaya Diaby got picked by the. Buccaneers. Yeah, might, that was the last time I lost my shit. We might throw that in there again. Whoops. Okay. So thoughts on Hendon Hooker going to Detroit though? Before we move on. Uh, not what I would have done, but why not? Because if he plays and plays well, they fl- can flip solid backup quarterbacks for decent picks. I mean, they he might was, be able to trade him for a second round yeah, pick. Someday. He was someone I definitely didn't want in the first round. No. I had talked myself into being okay with it in the second round, as like yeah, future potential starter maybe at least a good backup mm-hmm. minimum and then getting him in the third especially trading back twice i'm completely fine with that you know it's what's the lose it's either him or the idiot from indiana we got so i'll take him <laughs> well one of the things jp we talked about when we were doing our guys in our bus were first rounders you expect could have lost star out of them right second round you're expecting solid starters Third round, you're expecting contributions, potential starters. Future starters. So that's my point. Like, so getting a guy from the third and a fourth round on is where we're like, sure, whatever. But third round, Hendon Hooker's not a bad get in the third round, even for a team like Detroit that has a solid-ish quarterback it's right not, now. It's not, but I would have really loved to have Chandler Zavala right there. Sorry, does Zephyr and Zavala made out of Real time, has he been taken yet? Who Chandler? Zavala. No. Okay, no. so there's still no. there's still a hope that he be, he's there at the twentieth pick in the oh, fourth round. Oh yeah, he's got to hurt back, he's so he's, he's gonna not gonna be, be he's gonna be pick. ours. He might. Who he'll knows? he'll join uh, what's his name? Owns Arike on the the back. <laughs> sure. well, for what it's worth, that's why I was that's why I went with the devil R in there. <laughs> the battery. Well, we'll get to your picks on what you would have done where oh, later yeah. on. So one of the things, excuse me, we can count on JP for is is he definitely goes back and goes through all that stuff. So. The Lions, again, a lot of good picks. Maybe not in the order you wanted. Hendon Hooker, because you've got one more year out of uh, out of Jared Goff, uh, it gives you an opportunity to see maybe he's your starter coming in next year. He'll be 26 next year. That's not a bad age for a quarterback to start his career, but it is a little bit late, let's be honest. So that being said, is Detroit going to be able to pick a player that good later on next year? Who knows? So, stop it. I couldn't hear you. He said 35. He's not 35. Okay. Jumping over to the Chicago Bears because I've got a Buckus jersey on just to mess with you. The Bears took Darnell Wright in the first round, and then they took Javon Dexter, 22nd pick in the second round. Tyreek Stevenson, they traded up for the 25th pick in the second round, and then Zach Pickens. So, again, Zach Pickens, Javon Dexter, both interior linemen, Tyreek Stevenson, and then Darnell Wright. Thoughts? It's a lot of beef. It's a lot of beef. Even Tyreek Stevenson is big. I think Darnell Wright's a slam dunk pick. I think they got extremely good value with Stevenson. Sure. And then I think they're just shooting their shots, hoping they hit gold with one of the two D linemen. Right. Because both, both have extreme potential, but the floors are low. You're right. probably hoping at least one of them hits. Yeah. yeah, sure. 
And again, when you're looking at where they picked him, they picked him about, what, 10, 15 picks apart. And again, both of these guys are large individuals. Both of them are over 300 pounds, 310. And, you know, well, Zach Pickens might be a little under 300 pounds. But point being, these are two large men who are going to anchor the interior line. And we talked about how maybe uh, maybe Carter would be a good pick for them because of how they like to use the three technique. Both of these guys could play the three technique. And so for the Bears, they addressed their interior line, which was necessary Trent for Simpson. them. Okay. Finally. Well, there you go. And now what the around. heck? We'll get to the he, Ravens dude, he is a, a Ravens pick. We'll get to the Ravens in a bit, but they did just take Trenton Simpson. This is what I'm talking That's about. That's a it's good 10 pick. by the way, just in case anyone's wondering. And he is uh, he's crying. Oh, he is, he is head in the hands right now. And Trenton Simpson, very athletic guy. We'll talk about the Ravens a little later on, but that's a great value pick when people are talking about him at the end of the first round to get him in the third round. I mean, come on now. Anything that's else on the Bears you guys want to talk about? I know you're not really a Bears fan there, Jake. I hope it all goes south. Well, let's hold that for the next <laughs> team. The next team we're going to talk about, the Green Bay Packers. And again, the one thing Lions and Bears fans can agree on, Packers are terrible. The Packers fans say, forget that. We're going to roll into the new generation. They've had two quarterbacks last for roughly 30 years. The question is, will Jordan Love be the next one? And who has he got to help him out? Well, he's got Lucas Van Ness on the defensive side of the ball. And then in the second round, they picked up Luke Musgrave. And then Jaden Reed again, eight picks later. And then Tucker Kraft. So three pass catchers for a team that wouldn't get a pass catcher for Aaron Rodgers. They got him for Jordan Love. Give me some thoughts. It's absolutely hysterical to me, but um, <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. Sadly, how the did Huskies in? Yeah, but nobody say? let him in, which means the door is wide open in the living room. So it means I gotta go. He opened the door. In. So uh-huh. I'll say this really quick. Then I'll go. Two, <laughs> two, two quick things. One, love the Van Ness <laughs> pick, and mm-hmm. I definitely love the Kraft pick. But the Van Ness pick is like the most one of my Packers pick that they've picked. Sure. Yeah. I pretty much – it's terrifying to me that of all the teams, I nearly called the Packers draft, like, to the T prior to the draft. Like, I predicted almost every single pick they've made, which is disgusting. Well, real quick – Because that tells you how much I – A little fire up Chip's love right now, by the way, because picking for the 49ers, they traded up the 87 selection. That's Joe Staley. Joe Staley, a guy we've talked about. They got Jair Brown. They picked Jair Brown, and Jair Brown, we'll talk about the Niners draft later, uh, a guy who was, people had a really high on their boards at one point, kind of sagged down a bit on the safety list. But uh, you know, Joe Staley, real quick story on him. I've told this before, but for those of you that haven't heard it, this is a guy who came into CMU back in the early to mid-2000s as a, a tight end. He was 6'6", 215. Brian Kelly was the coach at Central at the time, told him, you got two choices, dude. You can play tight end and, and fight for it and maybe make the NFL. Or you can bulk up, be a center, be a tackle, and play for a decade. Yeah, so where was that up. advice for J.J. Watt? Well, look, he was gone by then, I think. I think it was done. Either way, I think we were to he left CMU. Look, I'll give Brian Kelly. Brian <laughs> Kelly is an amazing coach and maybe not an amazing human. That's a different story. But Joe Staley, props to him. Love it. Getting back to the Packers. Luke Musgrave, Jalen Reed, Tucker Craft. What does that mean for Jared, for uh, for uh, Jordan Love going forward? It means he has no excuses. <laughs> and again, I don't think they picked up. Especially the when you have Watson and Dobbs. Like, come mm-hmm. on, he's got a Aaron lot of Jones. Now. They're like, young, but they're there. Say, well, here's what I will say: 
The Packers, they need to do something to like work on that O line. I think that's yeah, just me. The O line still the. They big haven't weakness. taken a single O lineman yet. No, and that is definitely yeah. A that's got to change. So that's something that maybe we'll see on day three, and of course we'll talk about that. So he has one excuse. Right, <laughs> that's the only excuse he's got. But again, that's the thing. It's like I don't think they've picked up the fifth year option on him yet. So this is his prove it year, more or less. Uh, to see what he can do for Hey, maybe we can Packers. train Hendon Hooker's 34-year-old butt Yikes. right there. Nope, I'll pass on that. Thanks. Why? Well, we already traded with the Packers today. Stop. That's Why how we got Brian again? Branch. How we got Nines of Bay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I love how we're Lion Kinging up Brian Branch right now. Are you Dude, Dan Campbell just God. raising Brian Branch up on a rock, basically? Love it. He you can know. even bring his son, Jack, with him. <laughs> he Jack, wow. can, Jack can be, uh, what's his name? What, 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 is he Rafiki? Where are we going with this? I love Rafiki. Simba. Simba, Simba. yeah. Zach is Simba. Simba Jack Campbell, Simba. yeah, buddy. Jack is Simba. Who knows? Well, you're just getting weird now. All right, real quick. The Again, just to prove to people's point that we are doing this in real time, Tank Bisbee, Bigsby just went for Jacksonville, so that'll give him a compliment to, uh, to be able ETN. to for Etienne out ETN, there. But yeah. We're going to move through the rest of the NFC North, and by the rest we have one more team. And a man that was taken in the first round by the Minnesota Vikings, Jordan Addison JP, he went in the first round. Like it's might be one. It's one of my favorite first round picks. Like I told you, he would. Yes, I love it. Because <laughs> he's right, not so. good. He's not good. But the only problem is, is I wish he would have went to the, like the Bears or the Packers instead. Did they sure. draft anything I, else? They have not drafted anything else. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I around, didn't see them draft around. anything. They the good news won. is, is he doesn't have to be the guy because they have an absolute beast at wide receiver. Right. So that's it's probably good. about as ideal of a situation as he could have gotten. Yeah, it is pretty a great much. spot for him to go into because pretty he's going to be the number two now. And he can just drop right in there. Light coverage. Pick? He can find his spots. He's a good he's route the runner. He's the other guy right now. Even and though he's feeling. Thielen being gone now gives Addison the opportunity to step into number two. So they do still have the 39th pick in the third round. So basically like the last pick, I think, just about. Uh, so we will come across them a little later on. So let's go to the NFC South. And um, let's start with one of your teams, dude. Why don't we go with Tampa Bay? You just talked about them a minute ago. Tampa Bay started off with Kalijah Kansi. And they picked up Cody Mock. And then they got Yaya Diaby. All, all three picks are absolutely fantastic. Go, anything else on that? No, I don't know what else to say. I already was screaming about Yaya Diaby, and everybody who's listened to anything knows that <laughs> he was man. my like absolute favorite workout, like combine warrior, if you will. He, and he's not just that; he had a pretty solid season as well as far as production on the field. But that right. ten yard split just blew my doors off. I mm. watched that probably thirty times by now. <laughs> so I absolutely love that, and he fits beautiful there. Like I joked about Nolan Smith going there in the first round right. all the time. Well, Yaya Diaby is basically like a Nolan Smith-like guy, only like two With rounds later. More. Yeah, so I'm all about that. Cody mm-hmm. Mock can play anywhere, and that O-line needs all kind of help. Dude, I love everything they did. Theoretically, he can play anywhere, but they don't actually know that. <laughs> well, that's true. Anyway. That's my issue with Cody Mock. It's theoretically, yes, but do we actually know? Well, All we know is everywhere. he has a big gap in his teeth. He's going to be an Invisalign guy eventually. Well, you, you watch out or else he'll put a big gap in your teeth. We also know he's got an awesome attitude. He does. And so you got three big boys, all of which are going to be, I feel like, instant contributors for them. These are three guys, three rookies that are going to contend for three spots. Love it. Absolutely love it. Okay, so Tampa Bay, feeling good about their draft so far. Obviously, there's plenty of of time still for them to, to have day three picks. The New Orleans Saints had have had an interesting draft so far. They went D-line with Brian Brise, which is one of the picks I actually called to them. One of the three picks out of 31 that I got right. How'd you fare, by the way, JP? 
I had 12 and a half, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the, I'm talking about like before the draft started. Oh, before the, you didn't have. I had three. Oh, before the draft started? Right. Yeah, I think I had That's like two. I, I only had like two or three. I forget. Such a bonkers But draft. like live drafting, like, have, but, but that just shows you how random this year's draft was, though, because so live bonkers. drafting, I can usually get at least half or more right. Well, you like to do double like, digits in your initial reaction, like you're, you're guessing. Yeah. And that didn't happen this year. Nope. Absolutely not. It was a, it was a bonkers draft, but. So hey. Brian Brzee, though, is their first round draft pick at the end of the first round. And then uh, about the ninth pick in the second round, they took Isaiah Foskey, maybe a little higher than we thought he was going to go. But then Kendra Miller going in the third round. So two off- two defensive linemen and a running back that if he comes back healthy, because we don't know the full extent of his injury, as a pup climbs up behind you on that comfy chair. Mm-hmm. That's, dude, this is Dude, I, I absolutely love the Kendra Miller pick. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I really do. No, you're good. This is, I'm I, just saying this is full on live because you have a dog behind you now. Yeah, she's she's okay. <laughs> I absolutely love the Kendrick Miller pick. We all know that I'm not a, fan a huge of fan of Breezy. Yeah. We know that. But Kendrick Miller, the, their draft got better as it went along. Every pick got Ooh, better. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, sounds like a team we know. Ah, Fair. Fair. So, <laughs> hey, is that a fair assessment? Can I give New Orleans the same treatment as we do to Detroit? Just flip their draft? <laughs> I guess, maybe, right? No, because Kendrick Miller does not work out in the first round. <laughs> no, he's not. Only any other there. picks do. Kendrick no. Miller could end up being one of the biggest steals in this draft if he stays healthy. I absolutely love him. Yes, again, I agree. I was so high on him the whole season. Every time mm-hmm. we watched the TCU game, as, as much as I love Quentin. Remember, it was almost like the same story when I was watching Alabama. I watched Alabama to watch Kobe Turner. Dang it. <laughs> I, he didn't play for Alabama, that's y'all. He just went to L.A., and that's such a good pick, and everybody knows that's one of my favorite guys. Yeah. But anyways, I watched I Alabama to watch Will Anderson, and I always found myself drawn to Brian Branch. The same thing was very true with TCU. I wanted to watch it to watch Quentin Johnston. Right. And I kept finding myself drawn to Kendry Miller. There's only so many body catches you can take before you have to watch the other guys. Oh, stop. Aye. Stop hating See? Them. You'll have your later. chance to, to pick on Q later. I yeah. love my Horn Frogs, but but again, and, Miller, but your Horn Frog went to your second favorite team too, and you're still talking. And I gotta love them. We're, we're not there yet. We're not there. We're not yet. there Kendrick yet. Kendrick Miller though. Steve Kendrick Miller. Miller, incredibly talented, a great versatile running back. The question mark is, can he stay healthy? And obviously, he didn't at the end of the year. But that was the only injury he had, so right. I think yes. And that's why the and that's why I think they got him at a bit of a discount right there. Yeah, and, and that's the best case scenario for the for the Saints. So moving over to another team that took running backs, Atlanta. They took Bijan Robinson at the eighth pick in the draft. An absolute freaking gangster. A gangster, no doubt. That is his position on the field. Like some guys are athletes, some guys are running backs. Bijan Robinson is a gangster. There's no doubt about that. But also he was taken with the eighth pick, and that is an aggressive pick for. It's aggressive back. to go three skill position players three years in a row with a bad defense. I think right. did they do that so that they can just like maybe make Ritter look okay? I mean, maybe because they gave him, they gave him Bijan. Is this also, my guy? What is this your guy? Is this Drew Pearson again? Yeah, picking for the Cowboys. If you if you haven't watched NFL.com, if you haven't watched the NFL draft, Drew Pearson making selections for the Dallas Cowboys is an experience. You really need to experience this man and just how much he loves. He's he's basically oh. like a WWE wrestling heel. 
Like, he's the guy who wants to wind so up the crowd and have fun with him. They stayed local and got a player that a lot of people like, and I watched him. You know, I was a bigger Ford guy. Right. But when I watched Texas, because it's a team that I covered mm-hmm. during during the whole, you know, regular season, I don't mind DeMar, DeMar his DeMar first name, Overshawn. Yep. Let's just say that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't mind him. Mm-hmm. And I actually don't mind the value where they got him, but there are, I, there are a lot of people that are way higher on this guy than what I was. Right. Yeah, you and I both, I think, had him outside of the third round. But, again, yeah. when you're taking the guy towards the back end of the third round. Well, again, we'll talk like, about how, how do you take him over Dorian Williams or Ivan Pace you, or any of those guys right you now? You and I both love both of those guys a lot more. Well, me and Brad, absolutely, he loves Dorian, too. Yeah? What do you love say, Brad? Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, He's both, like Dayon Henley, but you can get him two rounds Dude, later. Dorian Williams is better than Henley. So should Detroit mm, take maybe. him in the fourth round? I'm kidding. All right, so to finish off real quick, getting back to the teams, Atlanta, they took Bijan Robinson, but then they also took the second round, they took Matthew Bergeron, and third round, Zach Harrison. So they addressed the line both sides. Bergeron, a guy we've talked about, can go He's nasty. Anywhere. He's going to be in the interior, I like though. Bergeron a lot. I just didn't know that they needed offensive line like it, that. I mean, anybody could use them, I guess, but I thought their offensive line was good. They just re-signed two of their guys. Yeah, but you can always use another body in there. So he's going to be a good fill for them. Zach Harrison on the edge. Again, not necessarily one of our favorites, but a lot of people have liked him. But coming out of high school, the guy's just had all the potential in the world. He sure. just hasn't figured he's, it out yet. If somebody yeah. can unlock that, then sure. He's the guy that we've been waiting for for like five years. Right. And and he hasn't quite Ohio clicked. States, that might be why he didn't unlock. Just kidding. But also not because Buckeyes. We always have fun with them. All right. So moving on through the rest of the, uh, the NFC South, we've got Carolina. And, of course, Carolina, everybody knows Bryce Young was the first pick in the draft. And then we move on through the rest of their picks. Second round, they grabbed Jonathan Mingo. Third round, they grabbed DJ Johnson. Two of those picks I'm good with. Johnson, uh, Johnson, I don't know. understand that one. Zero of those picks am I good with. Oh, look at that. What? Well, you know my body. Oh, Dorian Williams. Where did he go? (laughs) He went to Buffalo. He went to Buffalo. My goodness, what a great fit. Dude. Uh, I I'd have to look at this later. Top Who five. Who are they gonna take <laughs> off top, the field top five between best him and val- Milano on Don't care. Downs. Top well, five tomorrow, best value of the, any pick Tomorrow draft. I'll let you get a little more thought behind all these. Didn't picks. I just talk about Dorian Williams? You did. You literally. Did, yeah. yeah. So again, and Buffalo, we talked about Jack Campbell going there in the first round. Obviously, he couldn't because Detroit took him. But Buffalo gets their their replacement for Tremaine Edmonds right there, pretty much with Dorian Williams. I'm speechless. That's such a good pick. <laughs> 91, Dorian Williams. What was I doing? Was I picking on Carolina? Yeah, because yeah. I was body shaming uh, Bryce Young. You I mean, he's the best quarterback way. in the draft. He's actually really good. I said, I have zero faith. He'll stay healthy. No, and I love Mingo in his hand size and athleticism, body size. Maybe he right. works out because maybe, you know, the the offense as far as passing goes in LSU didn't didn't help him. But I can't get on board. <laughs> with their draft. I just I can't. Well, two out of the three? Come on. Come on. Come on Bryce DJ? and Mingo are good. Come on. Mingo is going to replace DJ Moore. Bryce is going to replace is the he? revolving door. The, I'm, I'm being optimistic. Okay. Bryce is going to take care of the revolving door that had a quarterback. But I don't understand DJ Johnson. Can you explain that one to me, JP? I cannot because, I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Is I mean, we know, we know Noah Sewell. Like his last year's tape versus this year's tape is mm-hmm. like Jekyll and Hyde. Like they're complete. Right. Uh, di- like it's crazy. 
But I still would have even taken Noah. Like, Dorian Williams, who just went. Why not take Dorian Williams? Right. And again, they have Why not take Henley, who just went? I take any of these guys. Any of these guys over DJ Johnson. Well, and again, we're not we're not disrespecting DJ Johnson. I'm sure he's a wonderful human. But we we all three of us looked at one of the highlights they had when literally all he did was touch a guy who was already on the ground. And when that's the highlight NFL network is playing for you, that's not a great sign. So Maybe he can turn into something for them, but uh, let's just say we're optimistic-ish about the first couple picks and uh, still scratching our head about DJ Johnson. So feel free to you know grab this bit and laugh at us later if he all of a sudden turns into an all-star. So the uh, the only other team in the NFC South that we haven't talked about yet, we talked about Carolina, we talked about Atlanta, we talked about New Orleans, we talked about Tampa Bay. We're all the way through the South. Let's go. Say, I didn't know there were five. Yeah. Well, look, let's go to the east. come up with that one. Let's go to the east, but not really the east because we we'll go to Dallas. All so right. the Cowboys, we thought they were going to take a, a tight end in the first round. Instead, they go Mozzie Smith. They grab a tight end in the second round with Luke Schoonmaker at the end of the second round. And then they grabbed Marvin Overshawn, and we just talked about him uh, at the end of the third round. So the end of each of the rounds, they grab D-E, D, D-line, rather, like interior D-line, tight end, and uh, inside linebacker. Thoughts? It's terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. Sorry, I'm a Michigan fan, but sure. let's That's be honest. Michigan like I, I've said, Mozzie Smith is like one of the most overrated guys in this entire thing. Like I get Did it, he's big, he's athletic, but he's done nothing. Guy disappears on the tape. And Schoonmaker, yeah, I like him a fair amount, but at the end of the day, this guy was the backup tight end. He only got he's de facto starter because someone got hurt. So I I, Brad, I don't know. Any thoughts? Uh, I think Mozzie Smith is a freak athlete sure. that was not going to get out of the first round based off of that fact. Sure, Dallas took him. They they take those guys. He could be good. He's probably a plus run defender to begin with, and maybe you hope you get a little pocket push later on. Um, Schoonmaker is just solid. He's one of those guys that always goes in like the second or third round every year, and you're like, <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. And they, they stay in the league for like 10 years, but – they're never, you know, he's not, he's not great players. Yeah, no, no, no. They're always, it's like uh, it reminds me of the Seattle – or not Seattle, sorry. Uh, Cincinnati pick a couple of years ago when they took uh, Drew Sample or whatever in the like, late second round. He's free. He's, he got picked this year. Yeah. So, different guy. Why, why does no, why does Drew Dallas Sample? Just, Sample just got picked this Dallas year. Dallas just always takes the overrated what? Michigan players. Sample was a, a tight end Taco for the – Taco Charlton, the, Jordan uh, Lewis. For the Penn State this year. No, that's strange. Strange sample. Okay, yeah, don't wow. you run a draft yeah. podcast? Like, what are you I have about? no idea who Sample is. Do you know who Drew Sample? sample? Is? Yeah, yeah, he was a guy from like four years. I'm, this yeah, is from Drew like sample. four years ago. This shows you exactly how much I remember about him. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. Is he still yeah. playing? Yeah, he's no, but he's like it's a number two tight end that got drafted in like the second round. Yeah, as far as a depth piece, he's really good. Okay, but but he's one of those guys that's never going to make a Pro Bowl. Nope, he's never going to earn a big contract. But he's going to make an impact. He's going to make an impact. That's your reason for Schoonmaker. Yeah, he's just a guy that's going to be on a team for ten years. He'll be a decent blocker. I, ironically, okay, Dan, I don't disagree with any of that. Yeah, an okay receiver, right. but he's never going to be like an impact this, player. this, by the way, is why I'm hosting it, not being the analyst. That's what Fair you enough. guys are here for. Fair enough. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs just took Wanya Morris, a guy that we did not have in our top three rounds. I mean, he's fringe third-round guy. Got him so ranked like as a tackle. I wouldn't <laughs> touch him at 92. Right. But. He's not a bad choice, but he's also not a great choice. I know you I'm said wrong. Wanya, but I, I always hear it as whiny. Uh, Winey Morris. Well, that's okay. We had the same thing. We'll talk about uh, Mr. Jones later on uh, when we get to that uh, that draft. But again, any other thoughts on Dallas between Mozzie Smith, Luke Schoonmaker, DeMarvin Overshawn? I don't want to make fun of Michigan anymore. Okay, so let's solid, 
but nothing. It's like they're they're solid. They're like role players, but they're not like you wouldn't want. Mozzie's not like an ideal first round pick. How do you make? I don't think Screenmaker's an ideal second. I don't think they're bad players. I just don't think they're they're not sexy. I guess they're not. Oh, none of them. Yeah, none of them are gonna be like impact players. Like he said earlier, they're just they're they're gonna be decent, but they're not like life changing. All right, well, let's talk about sex appeal. The Washington Commanders. Oh, oh dude, God. <laughs> Can we skip it? Can we skip it? They no, drafted. Talk about Emmanuel Flat Forbes Stanley and Jatavius Martin. Flat Stanley. He hey, turns what's, sideways what's, and he goes invisible. What's Foghorn and Leghorn's kid's name? Chicken Hawk. Yeah. 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 That's Emmanuel Forbes. Chicken Hawk. <laughs> Look, Emmanuel exactly Forbes. You talked about him, JP. And how many pick sixes this guy's got? Crazy ball production, dude. He's got incredible like Half twitchiness. Of them we're on. He's tips. got incredible like being in the right spot at the right time. So Lucky. I don't know. At what point is it not a coincidence? I don't know. Maybe the guy's got killer instincts. Maybe that's true. And or you can watch maybe, the film and see that half of them were lucky. But sure, sure, but he's still in the right spot at the right time. How, who else has got that many picks in college football? Nobody. No, he's. But all I'm saying though is, even if it oh, works in college, that have more. Even if it works in college, Brad just dumped beer all over his lap. <laughs> it's not gonna work in the like at 166. It's they not say gonna he's work. 180 now. I don't. It's. I don't believe it. I don't, I'm not buying that. But here's the reason. If Emmanuel Forbes could get the 180, you don't think he would have done that before the combine just One to hype hope. his stock? Now, everybody does get a little bit bigger as they get older. There's no doubt about that. Okay, but. it's been like a month. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Well, I, you know what? Jalen Carter put on nine pounds in two weeks. Okay, <laughs> I I digress. Jalen Carter is twice the man Emmanuel Forbes is. It's hard three to, times. Three it's times. It's hard to stay in shape when you're sitting in the jail cell, man. Oh, Wow. Okay, moving on to Jatavius Martin, who's a guy that both of us kind of like. From I no, all three of us, all three of us, but it's high risk, high reward. This sure. guy is a workout warrior, produced mm. solid on the field, nothing crazy, but dude, he tested off the charts, man. He is basically Brian Branch, but super athletic without the name. That is so and disrespectful. It, it, also he does. All I almost. If does I had if Brian I had a Rafiki does. stick, I would have whacked, whacked him on the head, and because I'm a baboon and you he, are not, he can play any position dude, in the secondary. Dude, he gets down and dirty. He gets he tackles. Don't you compare him to Brian Branch? He, so much fun. He's Brian Branch, but he can run and jump. I've okay. never broke a microphone, but I will. I'm Please just saying, don't. this is my stuff. All right, look, Brad. I, I get where he's going with it. Let me just say this because I don't want to dog him too bad. Say it real quick. I get it. Because Martin can play corner, he can play safe. The versatility-wise, yes. But I don't think he understands football like Brian that's Branches. The point. Well, yeah, the instincts aren't where Brian Branches is. Okay. okay but good. the versatility, that's, that's where coaching comes in. Absolutely. I'm long, with you. As long as we all agree on that. See ball, get ball. He's good. Okay, well, you know, there's a lot of guys you say see ball, get ball. You know, this. here's the guy. You know, the next guy I'm going to talk about is see ball, get ball guy. That's Jalen Carter. As we move over to the Philadelphia Eagles, Eagles traded up one pick to get Carter at number nine, and then they also grabbed Nolan Smith at the end of the first round at thirty-one. Tyler Steen at the uh, start of the third round, and then Sidney Brown, another Illinois safety. At, Philadelphia uh, the Bulldogs. Round. Tell you what, Philly has so many Georgia players. Like you know, we talk about about uh, t- about the uh, Cowboys grabbing Michigan players. The Eagles have half of the the Dallas. Dude, how, the Howie Georgia Roseman Boston. just watched like Georgia's. 
You got something to say, Zach? <laughs> we do uh, that's a husky. Howie Roseman just watched the Georgia Bulldogs run in that defense for the national championship runs. And it's like plucking guys. Mine. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to get it, y'all. Dude, you got N'Kobe Dean, Jordan Davis. What? Dar- oh, I, oh, man. You pointed at the screen. I saw Darnell Washington, and <laughs> I thought it was Philly. Same state. Same yeah. state. He's going to Pittsburgh. I saw the Steelers up there. I was like, okay, put a fifth you. one on the list. Here right. we go. No, but they do. Again, they have Dean from last year. So they have four different starters from the last two years coming on to that. Well, the and the four line, best players that were on the defense. Mm-hmm. Was there a better player on the defense? No. W- w- don't Carter? you say Chris Smith. Or no, I between will come over there and, and I don't want to get up. <laughs> he hasn't gotten picked yet. You're good. Between, For a between reason. Between Carter, Nolan Smith, N'Kobe Dean. See? Exactly. Uh, they they have four of the best players from that Georgia defense. It literally and, is the four best defensive players from that championship defense of twenty twenty one, which is the third there. best points per game defense of like all time. Right. So again, this is probably the best spot for how he's got an objective. Right. But this is probably the best spot. Well, for it's the rest Carter. of the NFL's fault for allowing him to just get it. Right. And Carter is going to be around guys who know how to do this game and are going to be uh, of a right mentality for him to be able to not get away with the kind of crap he got away with in Georgia, let's be honest. He's not going to be able to be racing cars, I would think, with Brandon Graham being like, listen, son, you know, sort stuff out. So between him and Nolan Smith, that really helps them out on the uh, the, the front seven. Uh, grabbing Tyler Steen is a nice fit, whether he's guard or tackle. Probably going to be guard because they did just have uh, a guy depart their line. I think Samalu left. Uh, and then Sidney Brown, one of your favorites there, JP. And Brad. Oh, my guy. I like Sidney Brown a lot, but I will say that Brad's higher on him than me. Okay. And Zephyr has something to say as well. Zephyr agrees. Okay. Brad, freak, talk about Sidney Brown. Freak athlete. Tough as hell. It's a box safety, you know. Dude. He's not for everybody, but he's going to make all the tackles. When I saw him at the combine. He's rocked up. And saw his, like, his, what are these traps? The traps yeah, were yeah like, exactly. Traps on traps on traps. Yeah, they're up to the bottom of his ears. Good they're that Lord. high. That man doesn't have a neck. He just has a triangle yes. up there. And so that's the kind of guy you definitely want to see there. So uh, definitely hard-nosed players for the Eagles. Any Illini defensive picks. back, no matter what. And uh, and so, again, no uh, Philly like, just Mark. looks like they got even stronger. Uh, the New York Giants, uh, the team that Dan the, the squad. JP seems to think. Stop. Oh, Stop. no. One of the worst Stop. players in the draft that Brad loves just went. Start. Okay, uh, hey, Brad, do you want to give us your opinion on why you just flipped off the TV? <laughs> He's my sleeper. Purple. Okay, your sleeper went where? He went to fucking Arizona. Okay. The trash fire team. Well, I keep forgetting yet. that this is the explicit one. I can't oh, oh, hang out. Man. Yeah, JP, this is your opportunity. Uh, go ahead and hang out of that take, Brad. Just, just, just bottle it up. No live reactions are way better. Ba- they just drafted Devonte Adams in the third round. Br- Brad just, ha- I watched an aneurysm happen in real life. <laughs> All right, we'll get to that in a minute. Real quick to wrap up the last team in the East. hey Detroit's up after Cincy. Look, let's get to the East. Let's get Wait, this we last trade team up? in the East done before the old man comes up for the Bengals. Oh, Deontay Banks for the Giants. John Michael Smith for the Giants. Jalen Hyatt for the Giants. Recap that again. I was talking to my dog. John Michael Smith, Jalen Hyatt, Zephyr. It's a very good draft (laughs) until the third round. You don't like Jalen Hyatt? No. Okay. Even in the third? 
No. <laughs> no. I think Jalen he's Hyatt, very fast. And he's, he's very He's very good at running straight down the field. Yeah, and that's not bad. If one hand gets laid on him, he's no good. And what's one thing the NFL likes to do? He is going to catch. They like to put their hands on him. Zephyr, I agree with you, bud. No, Zephyr is arguing with you because Jalen Hyatt is going to catch five touchdown passes. No, Zephyr is not a Hyatt fan. At least five touchdown passes. He's basically asking us why we're letting you host this because if you like Hyatt, this is not good. At least five touchdown passes. I am winning this bet with you, JP. It's going to be amazing. What's the rest of this class? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> it was John Michael. It was Schmitz. John Michael Schmidt. Love it. Yeah, and slam Deontay dunk. Banks. Deontay Banks slam dunk. Okay with it. Sure. So, yeah, I don't hate it. He's better than Flat Stanley. It. So hi, it's still yeah, it's the <laughs> he's better than who? Flat Stanley. <laughs> Emmanuel Forbes. Oh well, yeah. Everybody Zephyr's better. Wow. I mean, admittedly, Zephyr would have been a good uh, defensive yeah. back. But yeah. See? So again, I might like Banks better than Gonzalez. John Michael what? Did Brad's blasphemy just whispered into the mic? I, I almost said it last night, but you were so said? upset. He I don't said know. he might like Banks better than Gonzalez. I think you. he's got better instincts, and I think he's tougher. You are. And he's just as athletic. We may never let you on. So the then, show what's again. the point? Of Gonzalez. Gonzalez. 80% of what you said is rubbish in my mind. No, I don't think so. I, I don't think so at all. He does not have better instincts. He's he does. <laughs> Gonzalez. Neither one, neither one of them are tough. They're oh both my. athletes, but one's got better size and has a nose for, like, just keeping his eye. He has an eye for the football. The one know. guy looks like he doesn't have eyes. Wow. Ooh, that's Banks? just... No, because Gonzalez, Gonzalez. Just look at the football; you'll see his eyes. They're He's always no, on he literally Next see ball, run ball. Level ridiculousness yeah. here. Absolute just craziness going on between these teams. All right, so that moves us out to the West, which we'll get to in a second, because there's a gentleman who looks like he's a veteran, so full props. Yeah, and everybody's crying right now. Picking for the Cincinnati Bengals, and uh, no disrespect, we did not listen to uh, who this man is, what his story is. We're very, uh, very proud of him getting up there and being like that pick, because dude came up with 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 a cane, and he's been through some stuff, a lot more than any of us could probably talk about. So the Bengals are picking at 95 right now, and this guy is very enthusiastic about his pick. The Bengals, it looks like they're taking Jordan, Jordan Battle. Battle. That's a great pick. The Bengals needed another safety. We'll talk about that. That is a great a pick. They're all safeties and DBs. Yeah, and we'll break that down here in a little bit, but Battle's a great pick for them. Okay, so out west, the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, Patience, okay? So the Arizona Cardinals, they got Paris Johnson Jr. with the trade back and then up again. With Detroit, they got up to six and grabbed Paris Johnson Jr., there at the tackle spot, and then uh, they also then in the second round grab B.J. Ujolari at the 41st pick, and then into the third round, Arizona grabbed, sorry, I'm pulling up, Garrett Williams from Syracuse with the 72nd pick, and then I believe that's all they have, and they just grabbed Michael Wilson as well. So here's your chance to talk about Michael Wilson, Brad. Go for it. Dude's got crazy feet off the line of scrimmage. Can break any press you want to throw at him, unlike Jalen Hyatt. I don't know if I believe you. Uh, I believe everything's Brad saying. It's, it's just it's only going to last for four plays, and then he gets He's hurt. had a few injuries. <laughs> they're, they're not, like, debilitating injuries, though. They're bad luck injuries. Everybody has oh, bad lines luck injuries. Oh, lines are up. Yeah, lines are up. Well, I'll say this, I'll say this about Arizona, though. Good I mean, hands, good athleticism. He crushed the senior bowl. So what you're telling he me He was on is... an offense with a 
dog shit passing offense. Oh, I don't mind that. It's not what I would have done. Okay, well, the JP is completely off the rails now. We're not talking about Arizona anymore. No, the we're Lions on Detroit. Broderick Martin from West of the Hilltoppers, man. Yeah, so Broderick Martin, defensive tackle, Western Kentucky. Not a guy that we had necessarily as high on our radar. Small school dude. Bro Derek. I haven't ranked. But I'm big on the penetrating defensive tackles, and that strikes me as that's kind of his vibe. No, that's absolutely what it is. No, he's he's not a space eater. Yeah, he's a pass rushing interior D lineman. Poor man's Elijah Kansi. Way bigger. Uh, Bigger, does not have anywhere near the motor. So or the production. Jalen Carter without the This attitude. is a developmental player for a depth piece at best. Jalen Carter without the attitude. Oh, you can't even put him in the same breath no, as Jalen Carter. No, that's hoping. your uh, Chicago guy, Gervin Dexter. Yeah. But back to Arizona, okay. though, like I'm going to reserve my grades as a whole. But <laughs> because they all might get hurt. Well, no, I'm just saying grades for the class. We'll save sure. that for a later episode. But I will say this. Just the entire concept of thinking about Arizona – being at three, trading back, acquiring picks, and then moving back up to get the guy that they probably would have gone with, or at least Kyler Murray would have gone with. Right. And still getting – did they come out of that with an extra first for next yeah. year? So like, I, like they, it might, doesn't matter. they might be like one of my favorite draft It classes. doesn't matter who Arizona really took because well, it does, they got a 24 pick from right. the Houston Texans who, shocker, be great. probably aren't going to be very good. <laughs> so that's a top five, top ten and pick. How did they, how, wait, whoa, and whoa. How, did they, and how did they get the Texans pick? Don't they, they have the Browns? They do have the Browns pick, but they traded the Texans pick. Which is a slam dunk. Yeah, and they got the second round pick this year yeah. and a third yeah. round pick I'm next saying, year. Like gut, They gut live destroyed reaction. them. The Cardinals might be one of my favorite drafts. Is and not because of, even necessarily because of the players. I so don't know. This yeah. is going off your same caveat as last year when you said the Rams had the best draft because they won a title. They're, the Cardinals got the best draft because of the picks they got. For they the moved draft. back, got a first round pick, and took the same guy they would have taken. Sure. Now again, they had to give up, a or at least bit. Kyler Murray would have. They taken. had to give up the second rounder to get up to take him. But again, it didn't matter. They got the Texans first round pick next year, and they got the Texans second rounder from this year. So the Texans, hold on, hold on. The Texans are going to be one of the worst teams next year. You don't think CJ Stroud? Are they the Brock Bowers, Marvin Harrison, Marvin Harrison Jr., Brock Bowers? Put him on the Cardinals roster now. I'm just having fun with you guys. Again, the Texans. Am I wrong? Oh, it's going to be one of the quarterbacks because they're going to get off Kyler Murray's shrimpy ass. He has got a lot of money. That's possible, amigo. They can get off him next year. They can get off him next year. I'm trying to appeal to your Arizona audience, but anyway. Whoa, that wasn't even intentional. They don't like Kyler Murray either. He's not going to play next year. No, he's. this is a weird situation for Arizona. So Drake May, Caleb Williams doesn't matter. Marvin Harrison Jr., Brock Bowers. Dude, they. Next year's class. Insane. I'm not going to get into that right now. <laughs> well, again, we'll get to that later on. But again, Arizona moved on from Josh Rosen. Now you're trying to say they're going to move on from Kyler Murray after paying him a bunch of money. Brad loved Josh Rosen. It <laughs> might happen. We'll Whoops. cross that bridge. Still later. believe him. Sorry, I love I Mariota. We have spent a lot of time. He got in Arizona screwed over here. by Cliff. Spent a lot of time in Arizona. Here's what I can tell you: they're two third-round picks, injury-prone, but could be awesome. Bijou Jolari, I think we all agree, was a good pick at 41. I'm really glad I talked over top of whatever just happened over there. And then again, they had Paris Johnson in the first round. So cautiously optimistic. I just think just a the leather right chair. Cautiously optimistic. I'm just glossing over all of that. Cautiously optimistic for Arizona, right? Definitely. Stop with your wafting. Arizona cautiously optimistic. Okay. Uh, we're not going to talk about the Niners yet because I don't think they've actually picked anyone yet. They picked one guy. So hey, them in a they have Seattle. like 
three of the last four picks today. Well, until we get there, we're going to talk about Seattle. So the Seattle Seahawks at five took a player that none of us were expecting. And they got Devon Witherspoon. And then Ooh. at the end, or middle of part of the, the first round, at uh, 20, they grabbed Jackson Smith and Jigba, who we all thought was going to go a little bit sooner than that. And then in the second round, uh, Seattle came up and grabbed Derek Hall at the 37th pick. I believe that was their only – sorry, they grabbed Zach Charbonnet at the 52nd pick. And then uh, into the third round, I honestly don't know if they had any picks in here. I'm just literally doing this real time. Uh, it doesn't look like they've picked anybody because of all the trades that they've made. So, again, it doesn't matter. Gonna, Their draft class is a slam dunk. Awesome it, draft. It Here's what I'll say. In the top Everybody's 50. praising Philly, and I get it. It's a good sure. draft, but Philly's is high risk, very high risk. I, Seattle's may not be as high ceiling, mm-hmm. but, dude, the floor on this class is killer. Yeah, again, Derek It's Hall. absolutely killer. But he, at what point – at what fucking point, sorry, <laughs> did this happen? No, for like fucking six years, the Seahawks did all these. GP unleashed. You can't even predict what they do. Mm-hmm. Like their picks are absurd and they're terrible. Yeah. And now they're like they two years in a row. It started with last year, yeah. Yeah, two years in a row of just fucking crushing Nailing it, it yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Again, so the guys. Who do they hire? Them. I don't know. Someone else. What take, changed? Look, they just told Pete. They Carey got rid of Russ. Off, right. Ah. That's why. Now happen. they're cooking. Now, yeah, they're cooking. now they're really cooking. Now they're cooking. Now they're okay. Cooking. So, again, we talked I about see. this. Though. Zach Charbonnet, a compliment to, to Kenneth Walker. And then you've got He's uh, a Derek Hall, who's going to jump in on the line. And then, again, from the first round, uh, plug-and-play starter with Devin Witherspoon, as long as he can keep the, 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 the uh, penalties down. Best corner in the class. And then Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, best wide receiver in the class. Jackson, Jackson Smith Gonzo. and Jigba, if he's healthy. But in Jigba with uh, both uh, both Metcalf and Lockett, I mean, Geno Smith is the just perfect compliment. Yeah. It's just going to be dropping bombs everywhere. If there's one no, thing what, that. But hey, if that doesn't work out, you have Walker and Charbonnet. What yeah. the hell is going on? They, they have a really good offensive weapon. Even more specifically, Jackson Smith and Digba is so good for that offense because DK Metcalf runs like three routes on the outside yeah. for the most part. Right. He's good at them. He's great. Right. Tyler Lockett is a little more versatile, but whenever he catches it inside, he kind of has that Hawkinson thing where he just immediately hits the ground. <laughs> doesn't He's not a big guy. He doesn't like getting hit. Sure. And Jigba is the exact opposite. Right. He's Debo Samuel. Eat up the middle. He'll get hit. He he's doesn't Debo. care. He's Debo. He's just so good at finding he's spots. A, he's a running back at wide receiver. Well, this is also awesome. something no, his I talk perfect about. comp is honestly fucking Amon Ra. He's basically he's, Debo. he's a higher like yeah. pre- way, prestige Amon Ra. Either way, that's a good comp. And we talked about this uh, in one of our earlier uh, earlier uh, episodes here, JP. When we talk about in Jigba, my concern with him was that he w- had never been more than a third choice on an offense. That's literally what he's going to. He is going to be he's the third gonna choice. He's going to be the third choice, yeah. Third guy. And, and honestly, if you think of the running backs, he's going to be the fourth choice. Exactly. This, this is the perfect spot for him to go. So great draft so far by Seattle. Very annoying to see them draft as well as they have been. But Yeah, I wasn't happy with their them. draft because I wanted the Lions to have that draft. Right. Well, hey. The this, they're, they're, they're draft's still good. Their draft's still good. But the right. Seattle one definitely. Seattle has looked very good so far. Anyway, it's we'll good. We'll talk about that. Uh, again, tomorrow when we get into uh, – give a chance to sleep on it, so to speak. The Rams, though, and JP, this is one of your teams. I realize you're upstairs talking about a dog, but we'll get you back down in a minute. Steve Avila in the second round. My guy. Again, awesome guard, plug-and-play starter for them. 
because they need help all over the line. So oh my God, Jake Moody just went in the third Moody. round. Moody went in the third round. Ju- okay, Jake Moody, pick ninety nine to the San Francisco Forty Nine ers, kicker. <laughs> Tell you what, as a Michigan fan, I have given the years of issues that Michigan have had with kickers. It's delightful to see happen. But no kicker should be taken in the third round. I'm sorry. He was like three for nine on 50-plus hey, yards Jake last Moody's year. Jake went in the third round. What? The 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> Again, those of you who aren't here in The person, kicker. Sorry about that. But Jake Moody just went in the, with the 99th pick in the NFL draft. In case you don't know who Jake Moody is, he's a kicker. Yeah, <laughs> from Michigan. Uh, so, again, we love Michigan here, but. Hail to the. <laughs> All right, we'll get back to Rich Eisen loving Jake Moody. And Look at how excited he is. He's incredibly excited. Let's watch him run the 40 again. All right, so we're talking <laughs> about the L.A. Rams, though. And in the second round, the Rams uh, grabbed Did what we Steve all Abilo. knew they would. Yeah, they grabbed an offensive lineman like you said they needed to, JP. And then in the second round, though, the third round, rather, they grabbed Byron Young, uh, who is uh, an That's edge really player good from Tennessee. So really tell me pick. about between Byron Young, Kobe Turner, and Steve Avila, what do you think of the Rams draft so far? For the hand they were dealt, it is absolutely awesome. They're going back to their roots, offense and defensive line, building from the trenches. You know, Turner was one of my guys. Right. So I'm Steve Avila is one of the toughest sons of bitches that is in this draft. <laughs> yeah, and again, so we really talk about like versatility. It. Avila's not playing tackle, but he can play. He can left, literally play anything. Right yeah. guard. Anything well, they people, need. He, again, center is the other thing, too. People forget about Steve Avila. Is he, yeah, he, he can, do can it. play center as well. So anywhere in the interior, he's a good guy. And again, we've been talking about uh, the way the three of us, I think, all agree that you build from the trenches out. Different yeah, teams. They, with the hand they were dealt, that they dealt themselves, they crushed it. <laughs> right, they did deal themselves that hand. There's no doubt about that. Uh, real quick, just to catch up, teams that we've already talked about that have picked up players. Ricky Stromberg went to Washington. Eh. Thoughts on that pick? Yeah. I, I I actually like it quite a bit for where it's at. It's I don't a expect fit. a lot of it, but but it's a great fit. Um, I feel like he it's, fits it's worth shooting your shot. The mindset. He fits the mindset. Uh, of what they do there, no doubt. So Jake Moody again. We got three picks left in the third round, and we'll wrap up for the night. We'll be talking about uh, the rest of these as we go through them. So that pretty much wraps us up uh, for everybody in the NFC West. We talked about the Rams. We talked about the Seahawks. We talked about the Cardinals. And so that leaves us with the 49ers who are still picking. So yeah, I'm not going to completely... You know, go all out on them. But the Niners so far, they took Jair Brown because they traded up to get him at the 87th pick, and they just took Jake Moody. They got a pick coming up in two picks. Jair Brown and Jake Moody so far, JP. I mean, I do not like Jair Brown at all. <laughs> Even in um, the third? Huh? Even in the third? No. Not it's really. You don't. Not really. I mean, I get it. Like, the only thing that makes me like Jair Brown is, like, a guy that I like a lot and trust in this game is Daniel Jeremiah. Sure. Early in the process, that was his top safety. So in the third round, whatever, sure. <laughs> but uh, and then a kicker this early, like, come on. They I, needed a kicker. They just got rid of Robbie Gould. I've learned my lesson with kickers <laughs> and drafting them, dude. I got right. burnt on my guy from Boston College. I got burnt on my guy from Florida State. He lost the friendship because of that. Yes. Ooh, awkward. So, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Not much you can do like when your first picks at the okay. end of the third round, but um, they still sure. have one more pick. We'll come back to them and see if they do something crazy. Uh, but that wraps us up for the NFC. So you know what that means? It's time an hour into this ridiculousness 
for us to have a little beer break. Let's talk about. Because, I thought the whole thing was a beer break. Well, you've been beer breaking. We've been so beer have breaking I, this whole time. To maintain. I thought I had a beer break since about Thursday at like, I don't know, <laughs> two p.m. Fair. Okay, so we haven't talked about. What you didn't you guys get to my house until night, like four. We're Thursday start at four. With, all right. Well, we're going to start with what did you guys have together last night? We didn't talk about last night's beers. Yet. I had a ton of the, what I said I was going to have okay. in the last episode. I had a ton of Hopstash and I had a ton of uh, Oberon. What with did you some, have in the Oberon? But I didn't get to have my Blood Orange in the Oberon. It's the only beer that deserves a piece of fruit because I couldn't find the, Well, we did find the Blood Orange. Brad, but they little, were at the local grocery store. They were a little moldy. Sad. So we went with the car. Oranges. We got the car cars, which are so, good. They are good. With strawberry shortcake on it. it I still don't know enjoyable. why that's there. And then Brad made me taste something that tasted like soap. Whoa, 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 whoa. Brad, would you make him taste it? So I took one of his beers, the hop stashes that we got at the which local grocery store. Yep. Store, yeah. And uh, I. So me and my girlfriend have been drinking Oberon's and uh, Juice Forces from New Holland. No, oh, okay, yeah. Voodoo Ranger. Well, New Holland. New Belgium. Spelled, New Belgium. New Belgium, yeah. Sorry. They're new no. European country. Big difference. Yeah. One is in Michigan, one's in Colorado. We've been adding a little bit of uh, OJ to our drinks to just give them a little extra okay. juice. Instead of squeezing oranges, we just cut out the middleman and just pour the juice right in it. Mm-hmm. So I did it with. I like uh, the real thing. <laughs> I did it with his hop stash. It ruined it. That's what you did. Uh-huh. And it, it was a. It definitely even, wasn't great. But even his girlfriend's <laughs> like, "Hey, I like the hops." It did not a lot. taste like so. Then she tasted his with the whatever. You said he it put tasted like it. armpits. No, she said that. I said soap. She said no. You said like soap a- about the beer you had earlier. They both were soapy. You just have a weird mouth with soap in it. Well, at least I wasn't Dan checked into a beer where one of the tasty notes were zippy. Admittedly, that was true. So well, I'm also checking into a beer right now. And we'll talk about the beers we had. Did they draft him thinking that he was like Scott, by the way? Like, what? So, real, real quick, Trey Tucker uh, from Cincinnati, not the first wide receiver from Cincinnati you thought was going to. No. We thought Mr. Scott I was going to be the favorite. No. Well, Scott's yep. way better. I'm not yep. sure what they're doing there. Maybe they thought it was him. Like you said, Brad, it very well could have been. I mean, how how much can you really dog San Fran for having a bad draft class? That's not San Fran. That was the Raiders. The Raiders are cheeks. Oh, San Fran's picks in now. We talked about Vegas. Okay. That was, that was the Raiders. They're okay. cheeks. Well, we'll see what San Fran's. Spoiler alert. They're cheeks. <laughs> well, before we get to that pick for, for Vase, I'm checking in right now. Uh, because one of the things that I did on my little whirlwind tour around the country, at least the eastern half of the country, was I stopped off at Cigar City. And I'm talking about this again because I get to point out once again that JP didn't get to try the Hunapu, either version that I got to try. Such a because rude they wouldn't guy. let it out of the place. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Uh, but one of the things they did let out was what we've just been drinking right now. And that is the What Tampa are we Bay. drinking? This thing was so chocolatey and sweet. It's insane. Okay, well, let me explain it to you as the door closes upstairs. <laughs> Those of you who are not aware, we have two Huskies, and they, they're having mind of their own. Uh, but we've been drinking. So in Tampa Bay, in Tampa, the city of Tampa, down in Florida, they have a beer week in, I'm going to say it's pretty much in, uh, in February. And Zephyr agrees with us. Maybe March, somewhere in that ballpark. They have the beer week, right? So those of you from Tampa, let us know. We're probably all over the place on it. But they have a beer week, and Cigar City, which is one of your favorite breweries down mm-hmm. there, JP, has a different beer for every day of the week. So what we just cracked open and, and drank was the Beer Week Thursday. It has a manatee on the label. You got to love it. Uh, but why I grabbed this one was because it's a blend of Imperial Brown Ale aged in cherry brandy 
old ale aged in coconut rum, and imperial stout aged in apple brandy barrels. So three different beers aged in three different barrels, and it is a experience. I think is the best way to put it. Dude, I, I like everything that's going on except for I have to like take a step back and like it's a slow sipper. A slow sipper. Because it is so sweet. Right. Man, like it's, it's not, not it's good. It's very good, I'm but I, I would a love like a four ounce pour of it. I I'm gonna go a little I'm like three and a half. Because here's what it is, and I literally just took another sip of it. This is a beer that if you can if you can sit on it for a while, is awesome. But if you if you want to try to move on to the next beer, you're you're going to be struggling through it. And again, this is this is a beer that uh, that has put it this way: the tasting nose, boozy, strong, sweet, barrel aged. Yeah, literally all of those things. And that's what you get. So we love to use Untapped for our app to keep track of things, so we can keep an idea of what beer is where. Uh, and again, Cigar City does a lot of great stuff. They do a beer a week, a beer a day for this week. And this was one that was a little more full on. We've got a sour that we'll try probably tomorrow, and we'll talk about and give you some perspective on that. But we also had a few other beers over the course of earlier today and then yesterday. So we're going to bring those back up. And i got to give a gigantic shout-out, not to Mekhi Blackman, who just went to the uh, Minnesota Vikings. So another pick for them for their secondary. So any thoughts on that real quick before we get back to the beer? I, a little early. I, I wouldn't have taken them there. I mean, there's a lot of other corners on the board. Riley Moss, the is still, third, Riley Moss is still available. This no, is the he's la- no, he's not. Oh, yeah, he did. It. Dang, I did love that one. <laughs> Either uh, way, I know there's still, a, the I, there's still a lot of corners I'd, I'd rather have. He's the last pick of the day, though. Fitting to be a corner, though, because you can never have too many. Should have been Jake Moody. Ah, no. no. He, was, he was two picks before then. Uh, so, again, Mikai Blackman wraps up the third round. So, we're doing this in real time. It's 11-13 now. We've somehow been going for an hour. Don't ask me how. Uh, and that wraps up the third round. We're going to keep going through the beer break and then our AFC teams, and we'll, we'll touch on these couple last players here. But uh, the other the other beers that we've tried tonight, I'm, I'm not going to – I want to save uh, one of them for a little bit, but we talked about the ones we started off the night with. We, we did a, a huge IPA run, and a couple of those were Cigar City IPAs. We did, we did the Cork on a Fork and No Crumbs Left. Both of those – were were two different kinds of IPAs. I think between the two of them, we both like cork on a fork better. Correct. And again, the first the first one, the the crumbs was the just hazy. A, yeah, there's a little too floral for me. Sure. And again, that's the point. Like hazy IPAs are wonderful, but they do sometimes edge more floral than fruity, and so maybe you're not a big fan of them. That's fine. Cork on a fork was more of the imperial double style, which both of us tend to like better. Uh, so we both notched that up a little bit. Uh, we then had one, and I'm going to, I want you to reserve judgment on this brewery as a whole because you didn't really like <laughs> their no. IPA entry. I'm going to take a little bit of the blame for it. I'm going to say maybe it's, it was in the cooler for a little too long and didn't, didn't stay the right temperature. But perm. Big perm. West Sixth. West Sixth Brewing. Big has perm. a huge following in Kentucky. Their West Sixth mm-hmm. IPA, which is their IPA they're known for, you did not enjoy and I thought was pretty average. Get a perm. Wet your hair, <laughs> wring it out in a cup, let it ferment. Burnt hair IPA. Tomorrow or tonight, probably Dude, tomorrow. Dude, so bad. I think tomorrow we're going to lead off with their other beer, and you will feel differently about West Sixth, in sh- my opinion. Dude, we can't. We'll cross that bridge. We're going to lead gonna, with it? We're going to gloss over it. It's a bold statement. I, I believe you will enjoy Well, maybe not. It's be full on, but I believe you will enjoy it. So we'll cross that bridge a little later. So let's move over to another brewery from Lexington, and that's Ethereal Brewing with their Hop Shakalaka, which... 
let's be honest. The name alone is a reason to enjoy it because it calls back to the uh, NBA Jam days. And they brew this beer right around March Madness every year. I liked it. I thought it was a three and a half. It was an Imperial Double kind of IPA, but it still had that that kind of more or less New Englandy hazy esque vibe to it. So definitely enjoyed that one personally. You didn't rate this one. You forgot to rate that one. It's coming up. I think okay. it, I was right around the same range right, as you. So it's three about, five or something like that. A very yeah, solid beer. Three three and a quarter, three right. and a half, somewhere in there. Not complaining. I've been a little more generous. Was, than tell you what, today. I think this was the one coming off from the big perm. And I was like, I give it a seven out of five, right? Because when you come from something that bad, that that not appealing. Yeah. Again, let's let's. I don't want to dog. West, I don't want to dog uh, West Six Brewing because they I literally that beer for that beer. Yeah, it was we'll, bad. we'll drive. Unless you we'll drive it. to Lexington. Unless we'll have a beer from the it. place. I think you'll like it better. I'm gonna blame myself because I didn't have air conditioning in the car. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, that being said, I got one more beer to talk about from Cigar City before we talk about one other brewery. And Cigar City, uh, the one we just finished. Um, did I finish it? Do I still have a little bit left? I still got a mouthful left. Well, you better finish that because I'm out over here, so I'm ready to got go a little for bit the of next something, one. Something. That's the Tampa Bay Beer Week. So, again, the beer week they have in Tampa uh, in uh, March, I believe, somewhere in that ballpark, because you can do that sort of thing in March in Florida versus Michigan where you're going to be covered in snow. Uh, they do a different beer every day at Cigar City and the Tampa Thursday Beer Week, which I checked into the wrong way. I checked into Tuesday. That's on me. But the Tampa Bay Thursday that we checked into that had the three different beers in it was full on, a whole lot of flavor, but definitely something that gave you a lot in your mouth on that uh, that, that that just mouthful of different different dark beers. Anything else you want to say on that, JP? I'm just watching Hen and Hooker try on this Lions hat, and I don't know what I <laughs> want to say. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, I, well, I'm not taking. We already we'll get been to that there tomorrow. We've already been there. Yeah. One other brewery I want to get to though, and I don't know if I've full on told this story yet, but I have to give a huge shout out. And this isn't the first time I've shouted them out. I'm not the last time either. Scofflaw. Those of you who have not heard of Scofflaw Brewing, we have another one in the cooler, so we'll talk about them again tomorrow. They are a brewery outside of Atlanta that I came across because I was on Beer Advocate. They had some good ratings on some of their beers. It was a Monday after the Monday after uh, Easter when I was driving down on my road trip. And Brad, you'll appreciate this. Uh, we had a little adventure. And I stopped off at Scofflaw. And you talked about it. We talked about this. I walked into Scofflaw. It was pretty much empty because it's a Monday at like 4.30 p.m., right? And I walk up and I tell them, look, hey, we do this podcast. We talk about beer. We talk about football. What are the beers that I need to take away from this place to be able to talk about at this level? And so the the wonderful person behind the bar at the time said, you know what? Here's a beer while you're waiting while I pull some stuff together. I'm going to pull some things together for you. And I, I got to give a lot of love to Jada because she hooked us up. She gave me a beer to drink while we were waiting, and that's one of the beers you tried tonight, JP. We had the F Cancer beer, and it was that was actually enjoyable. Exactly, Very enjoyable. it was like basically a pound signed, at signed, etc. Ampersand, whatever. Uh, cancer, which we can all agree with, cancer needs to go away, right? So the beer is supposed to help with that, and it tasted great. It was a very crushable beer. It's one that you could easily drink several of and not notice because it was like a six percent IPA. Enjoyed it when I was there. Enjoyed it again today in a can. So big fan of that with Scofflaw. We also had two other beers from them today, and uh, we got into uh, both along with that uh, with that F Cancer one. We also had the Pog Basement, 
which uh, we both gave three, three and a half, three, two, yeah, five, rather. That's fair. So, and again, it's a fruited uh, IPA. We got some more to try from them because they hook us up big time. So huge, huge shout out to the people at Scofflaw. We'll probably have them on at some point uh, when we get a chance to bring people in to talk on this podcast. Uh, but they gave us that one. And again, a few more that we'll get to try a little later on. But the Pog Basement was a fun, fruity sort of IPA. And again, the, the F Cancer one. Uh, was a really tasty one as well that we both gave pretty solid marks to. So if you're in the greater Atlanta area, stop off at Scofflaw. They're awesome people. They're very helpful. And uh, and I enjoyed being able to pop out there. I would totally rock up there for a beer if I was anywhere more than a 1,000 miles away right now. They did a great job. So uh, anything else on the beer side of things you want to talk about? Just don't, unless you did it, don't ever give me that big perm again. <laughs> We will get to West 6 one of these days when we're doing a bourbon trail, and we will prove to you that West 6 does much better beer. And tomorrow, I have a better beer for you from them. We'll see how you feel after that one. We're going to cross that bridge later. I don't want to give anybody any other ideas. That being said, it is now then that we've gotten through the beer. we got more beer to drink. So you go into that cooler and grab us another one. I think we're yes, both sir. ready for another one. As we talk about our AFC teams, and again, the way we start this off, we're going to go AFC North. Look, it's already an hour and 10 minutes. I was prepared for this to be a four-hour show, so you guys are lucky that JP didn't let me do this from the beginning and that we started halfway through because I couldn't figure out technology. So we're going to start off the AFC North. We're going to start off with, I guess, I guess maybe one of my teams because you're still figuring out a beer. So we're going to start off with the Cleveland Browns. And the Browns, they didn't have a pick in round one. The Browns didn't uh, did they have a pick in round two? I can't remember. I'm looking through right now. I don't know if they even did have a pick in round two, because of all the choices they've been making. They didn't get to pick until round three. So the Browns they took Cedric Tillman with their first pick in the draft at 74, and then they took Siaki Ika with their other pick at 98. So they only had two picks so far. I think they did a little bit of uh, you know revisionist theory here. I'm finishing this off. And so, again, Cedric Tillman, who is a guy that you and I have talked about as someone we're not a huge fan of. Brad, what's your opinion on Cedric Tillman? Because you seem like Brad you're a little bit higher guy. on him than we are. Yeah, he was Tennessee's number one wide receiver before he got hurt. And then uh, the little fast guy broke out. Jalen Hyatt. <laughs> yeah, but in the, the first two games before he, like, rolled his ankle, he was their number one receiver. And in the two games he came back, he was their number one receiver. Okay. The year before, he was their number one receiver. So, so, but here's the thing, though. He's a guy big, who, strong, route running, hands, quick. So, so again, he's got the potential, right? Is that kind of we're really playing off the potential for him? He had one hurt ankle, right? But he also didn't have any production before that hurt ankle. Yeah, he did. He, he had, had over a thousand catches. Sorry, he had the one good season. thousand yards. Yeah, he had the one. He's good Jackson Smith and Jigba with a different program. Ooh, what do you think about that, JP? He had one big year, and then he was hurt this year. How's that different than Go Jackson ahead. Smith and Jigba? Go ahead. Like production wise. <laughs> the look you're giving him. Produ- but production wise, how's that any different? <laughs> Charles Tillman's 83 years old. Spent no. his first three years of college getting three whole receptions or something That's like that. That's not true. Had a semi okay <laughs> senior year. Finally shows up and touches a field, and then follows it up with a super senior year and gets hurt. He's athletic Thoughts? and got big hands. 
He played in four games, and when he played in the four games, he had like 400 receiving yards and like four touchdowns. This mm-hmm. is why I like having both of you on the show at the same time because you have such. Brad and I usually agree on almost everything. This, this is, is not we one of them. We actually don't ever agree on receivers having <laughs> more than anything. Oh else. yeah, receiver. He's right. We're very well, different. Well, no, because we, we were both very much in on Stephon Diggs, but Michael Thomas. We're both super sleepers. But I loved AJ Brown, and you loved uh, Metcalf. I loved Which both, but I over. hated both compared to Debo. Can I go back to point out Debo that was, crushed them both? Is this the time to talk about the bet from last year? Ooh, I feel like it is. Where Christian Watson destroyed Alec Pierce. Lucky, dude. It was Lucky. Halfway, says, halfway through uh, the year, yeah. Halfway through the year, Pierce was winning. Halfway through the year, I was rolling nice and hot. <laughs> cool. And then fucking Aaron Rodgers had to pull some out of his ass and throw to the rookie. Who's Somebody had all to catch talent him up. and no skill. <laughs> did I did I break it? Did I win? Grandma's voiced out. Did I break it? You did. You definitely. Well, here's the thing. Now you 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 doubled down this year, and we'll talk about that in a little while. But well, everybody already knows our bet. Right. We'll we'll, we'll reiterate it ne- tomorrow. Yeah, I'm cool. gonna crush you because well, sure my you guy Raji Rice just got Pat Mahomes. He just hit the lottery. Yeah, except he's got three other guys trying to catch passes. It don't matter. He's going to be Sky Moore. Again. What other guys are going to catch the pass other than old man Zeus and who at wide receiver? <laughs> they got uh, the old uh, page, or Packers retread, don't they? They got uh, Sky Moore. Okay. How'd that work out? He had touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Cool. <laughs> All I know is you have given me a lot of capital to work with. We'll cross that bridge a little later on. Real quick, we both just cracked. You just cracked open the Samai de la Mole, uh, which I do French. That's why I know that. So this is an imperial stout aged in grape brandy barrels, then blackberry brandy barrels from uh, from the guys down there at uh, at Cigar City. Whoa! Cheers! <laughs> what just <laughs> happened? I haven't tried mine yet. Go ahead, you talk while I try. That is ex- okay. They just mashed blackberries into a beer. Just oh gosh, smash them. It is so blackberry wow. forward. Wow! Brad, try this. This is a what sip-er. the heck. It's not bad. It's going to take me three oh, hours God, to get this. It's smell. not bad. It's going to no, take me I, three I hours you, to get through I that. I disagree with you, Brad. I don't think the smell is bad. I just think it is full on. This oh, my God. Beer, it tastes like bourbon. This is an assault. I wish it tasted like bourbon. <laughs> it tastes like for like moldy blackberries. It tastes like bourbon and wine. All right. You guys Ooh. You guys are a bit harsh. I'll reserve my No, it, it tastes like someone like uh, fermented wine in a barrel. And then dumped out the barrel and then f- had bourbon in it. Well, I will tell you that this is in two different that brandy barrels. Good. So two different brandy barrels is what you're tasting right there. This is a beer that I am very, very glad, JP, that we split. Because, oh my goodness, getting through an entire bottle of this My skin's would a, crawling. It would be an adventure. It makes me feel like I just had some medicine. Here's what I can tell you. It, it's Robitussin. Not, there's a lot of yeah, there, it really does. It <laughs> reminds me of Robitussin. I, if this was Robitussin as a kid, I'd be high like 24 seven. But this this isn't a bad beer. It's just so intense with the flavors. I don't so, think I could. I need to go upstairs and get some bacon. I need my, to something else. My, in my tongue mouth. just waved the white flag. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll we'll get back to that a little later on. All right. So now that we're into, we're going to talk about these beers as we go through as we continue to work through this guy, which might take us the rest of the AFC. But we're going to start in the AFC North. We're going to start with the Cincinnati Bengals. So go ahead and talk about uh, what, what the Bengals did in the first round. Uh, they grabbed, at the end of the first round, 
They got a hold of Miles Murphy, who a lot of people thought might go earlier in the first round. Some people thought he was second round. I know we had him towards the second round, but they grabbed Miles Murphy. They grabbed DJ Turner towards the end of the second round. And then I believe the only pick they had in the third round was Jordan Battle. So again, Miles Murphy, DJ Turner, Jordan Battle. Three defensive positions, three defensive players, and the Bengals needed help on defense. They needed help on defense. They also needed a tight end, and considering the tight ends were available on day two, I'm a little surprised they didn't go there. Love the fact that they double-dipped back-to-back years on Michigan DBs. Because uh, I actually like DJ Turner quite a bit, but I'm sorry yeah. to say I think the best pick, even though I will say this, uh, yes, we may have viewed Miles Murphy more as a borderline day two pick. I didn't mind the, the value. I didn't mind the value no. there, so I actually like right. quite a bit. You take but a I'll good say this, chance with the upside jo- at 28. Jordan Battle might be my favorite pick out of the three, not necessarily saying he's the best player of the three, just the best value of the three. I actually sure. really like Jordan Battle where they got him. That's really good. But it just doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, are they kicking everybody out? Because you got Dax Hill, you got DJ Turner, and Jordan Battle. Like, who else is in the – like the? Well, they just lost um, – oh, what's Bates. his name? Out of Wake – yeah, Bates. Yeah, out of Wake they, they lost like you Jeremy Bates. you got to money somewhere because you got to pay your boys. Yeah, they're very <laughs> clearly gonna get a lot of money. going in on the offense. Can't believe they didn't take They're going to go though. young on de- – that's the Chiefs mold kind of. Or really. even a they, running back. I thought they would have gone with one of the, the two. Offense. I thought they would have gone well, one Well, again, this is something Well, the we'll thing do. about running backs is they can still get one in the next round or two, and he could be a stud. Dwayne McBride. Right, and he's still out there. There's no doubt Dwayne McBride might be a good uh, Joe Mixon replacement. A band of move on from him. Dude, that's my guy. Too. Brad wasn't on all these throughout the season, but he has no idea how much I praise the Pittsburgh running back. A band of Yeah, Dude, I was on him all year. And look, we all love him. We love him even more now that he's going to be a fourth or later round. Oh, killer. Right. And again, that's the fun part about tomorrow. We'll get to that later on. Because again, this is 1129 PM on, uh, on day two of the draft. Day three is all like, Hey, these are lottery tickets. Let's have some fun. So to move through the rest of the, uh, the AFC North though, let's go to Cleveland. And we mentioned them briefly. Uh, we'll hit them again real quick. Just to wrap them up. They had Cedric Tillman. They had Siaki Iga. That's it, because of how much they put into uh, to, to Deshaun Watson. You don't want my take. No, I do want your take. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, boys, for your bodily functions being the take on on uh, Cleveland's draft. And is it because of the fact that they only Brad have likes picks? Tillman though? I like Tillman. They, they just have so many wide receivers. Right. They just traded for uh, on Jet. Um, uh, bu- 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 <laughs> slot guy. I'm gonna let you keep going. That the Jets hated. What was his name? Out of Ole Miss. Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. Thank you. <laughs> I was just letting you fumble over it. I was enjoying it for I've a while. I had a lot of alcohol today. <laughs> Elijah Moore. They just traded a second round pick for him. That's why right. they also didn't have more picks. So here's the question: If you are, have... if you are the Browns, would you rather have Cedric Tillman or Tucker Craft? Or Byron Young, or Marte Mapu, or Yaya Diaby, or Riley Moss, or Devin Ashane. I mean, there's a lot of players they could have taken there, and they chose Cedric Tillman. And then towards the end of the third round, Ooh. they went with Siaki. The Ike. first two, yeah. Right. But so the point is, there were other players that probably would have fit them better, we'd like to think, which we'll get to one of those picks a little later on. Uh, but. A thing that people don't bring up with Cedric Tillman is he's a really good run blocker. And I know that's not a sexy thing to say about a wide receiver. Yeah, it is. I love Heinz Ward. But when you're the Cleveland right. Browns and you got Nick Chubb and that offensive line, sure. 
it's running probably is a big important. part of their, their game, yeah. And so Siaki Ika being the player on the back end of that third round, I'm not upset about that pick, given that some people are talking about him as an early second round pick at times. But he he is literally he's a one trick pony. He and was supposed pony, to be a first round pick going into this year. Right. And he's not a pony so much as he is like a water buffalo. This dude is a bison. He is a giant individual who is meant for one thing and one thing Boomba. only. Exactly. Sorry, I'm still on the Lion King. <laughs> he's, he's a, he, he is, and when he was a young warthog, right? He is just a large individual who is meant to sit there and eat up blocks. He has plus athleticism. And he just For doesn't. Al- he just doesn't always show it. He has like sure. so so motor. It's like he doesn't try a hundred percent. Well, and again, when you're when you're you when know, you're that big, it's probably pounds. hard to yeah bring it up every time. <laughs> you take you take plays off, right? So again, Cleveland, not a team that uh, had a lot to work with. So we're not going to dog them too much, but at the same time. Could have made some different picks. Well, that was a really big need for him because their D-line was actually really, really bad. Right. And, again, who they had to work with towards the end of the third round. Maybe they could have made a different choice uh, other than Tillman. But, again, I can't. you, you can't hit him too hard for that, provided Deshaun Lawson works out. And, again, I am fully on record as saying I don't want Deshaun Lawson to work out just because of the choices he's made. Uh, but that's my opinion on ethics more than it, morality and more than anything else. Mm, so terrible. Take that for what it's worth. But uh, we'll hit. Uh, over to the Pittsburgh Steelers, one of your favorite teams there, JP. One and of my favorite teams? Just, I feel like you like them a lot. It's only because I love top Jack half. Lambert. Top half of the top well, That's half. an oldie. Yeah. All right, top half. I never anyway. got to watch him play, but dang, I like watching the highlights. All right, well, the Steelers took uh, our boy Brojo in the first round, and then second round, the Steelers... And again, I'm pulling this up. Uh, they took Keanu Benson, who's another guy yes. in the second round. And then in the third round, the Steelers came in and they grabbed Darnell Washington. So basically, the Steelers said, uh, can I get some beef, please? Here's the thing. Dude, love Brojo. Knew right. they had to go line. Their O-line is one of the worst in the entire league. Right. Love Keanu Benton so much. Sure. And then they grabbed the sixth offense. There's no, like, outside of maybe the Raiders or the Rams, what would be a better team to take Washington yes. as far as being a blocking tight end? Mm-hmm. They're going to have Fraramuth on one side, they're going to have him on the other, and they're going to run Najee Harris right up their asses. <laughs> okay. I get it. I, That's what I'm saying. Like, that. like I actually like Fine. what they did quite a bit. Sure. As far as the, what they needed. They, you know what? Here's a perfect example of teams just not always going best player available and drafting on need. I'm not saying their players weren't the best available at the time because that's debatable. They probably were, in my opinion. But either way, it just matched the need and they worked right, out. I like it. Washington is a guy that we talked about not liking much in the first round, no. not really liking the value of the second round. But at the end of the third Wait, round. Wait, did you mention Joey Porter Jr.? No, we didn't even talk about him. Sorry, I forgot about him. Yeah, I was going to say, wait a minute, we're missing someone. I, I, I thought he was just saving that for the end no, because no, it's royalty. The, he, he was in, he was, it's, he got it's mixed Pittsburgh in royalty. Right, yeah. and so Porter Jr., the first pick in the second round. Sorry, yeah, he, he's he pick got 32 or whatever. So you add him to it as well. No, it's a really good class. It's yeah. a really good class. Pittsburgh really good class. is doing well with what they had to work with, and I'm, I'm impressed with where they're at, which annoys me to no end because I'm still trying to turn the quarter on Pittsburgh as a team. Still annoyed with them. I'm, I'm getting there. But again, between Joey Porter Jr. and what they did, Washington in the third round, all those great picks for them. Jumping over to the Baltimore Ravens, who probably got uh, the absolute uh, biggest hit you can possibly get on Friday before the draft even started. And by that standpoint, I'm talking about 
the thing that showed up on Twitter, I showed you guys this earlier, and that was Antonio Brown signing oh, with the Baltimore God. Ravens. Except he didn't sign with the Baltimore they Ravens. They are not aware. He just said on Twitter that he was going to be a Raven. And I don't know. Maybe he's going to be a Raven. Who knows? Antonio Brown. Yeah, no, I can guarantee him, you I'm he's not. To. That dude, he's 35 and he's Nobody's signing Antonio Brown. No, There's so not. much Blackberry in that fucking beer. <laughs> we'll come back <laughs> to that. But especially not going to sign Antonio Brown when they just drafted his replacement in Zay Flowers in the first round. So they got well, He's not Zay replacing Flowers. him because he never played know, on the right? team. But. So, but Zay Flowers, one of my picks, one of the few picks I got right, much Rem- to Jamie's re- chagrin. Remember when I said I predicted live like 12 and a half accurate, sure. which is really bad because I usually do like twice that. But anyways, I picked 12 and a half. The half was Flowers because I knew it was going to be Flowers, but I refused to say it. Because you didn't want me to get a win. Nope. I just didn't want Flowers to go to Baltimore. You didn't want him to be catching dimes? I desperately, desperately wanted him. They could have taken him. I he really wanted him. He hates Lamar. <laughs> yes. And I wanted Flowers to go to San Diego so, so how annoyed, bad. How annoyed are you going to be so when, bad. when Zay Flowers has 10 touchdowns and 1,000 yards? I can't be now. Now I have to root for Lamar. I'm enjoying this. this yeah, Lamar. Because I... <laughs> love Zay Flowers. That's my guy. And let's be I honest. Love. So, so they took Zay Flowers. They also took Trenton Simpson in the third round because that was the only other pick they had. So a very athletic linebacker. Some people talk yeah, about Yeah, I already talked about that. I, I well, interrupted the, the show. Right. And Simpson, a guy that a lot of people thought could go at the end of the first round, going most of the way through the third round. That's great value for a guy who – Well, he didn't produce anything on the field. No, but – But his athleticism at the position, I thought he would be a great – Second round pick. So Patrick in the third round, he's a steal now. I mean, he can learn from Ray Lewis too, right? What do you think about that, JP? I'm trying to figure out what Zala's doing. Learn from Ray Lewis? No. No. <laughs> do not do that. I don't know what you said before I was watching my dog there, but I don't think don't, Ray Lewis is. I just heard Ray Lewis and days. learn, and I just said no. Uh, I had to do that. I'm sorry. Okay, so, but again, so Roquan Flowers, Smith, though. Right, exactly. Yes. So Trenton Simpson. Going to be a plug-and-play guy for them to be. A, he still has some things to work out. Maybe some of his uh, positional stuff that he's trying to work out. But I think he's Patrick Queen insurance, and he's probably in on like rushing downs in the meantime. Right, and so all of those pieces put together. Uh, again, they only had two picks. They weren't bad picks. But the big thing for uh, the Ravens coming into the draft was they finally got a deal done with Lamar Jackson, and Lamar got. Five years, two hundred and sixty million, just a little bit above what Jalen Hurts got. One hundred eighty-five million guaranteed. He got so the bag. He got a huge That's bag. What he needed. That's what he wanted. Didn't deserve. That's what he deserved. He didn't get the fully guaranteed. We, we, we discussed what he deserved uh, at another time, but he didn't get the fully guaranteed thing. But he got a lot of it guaranteed. Probably got 70 percent guaranteed. A lot of what other players have been getting uh, in the way of a guarantee, and so he's he's kind of in a position where uh, now. He is the man running that offense, and they're stalling a new offense, so hopefully Zay Flowers is going to get unlocked in that situation as well. So for your sake, JP, let's hope they throw the ball a little more. The other team in the AFC uh, North that we need to talk about, I take it back. We talked about all of them so far. So let's go to the South. He keeps doing that. Where do you, oh, dude, I'm, I'm cycling through them right now. This is real time, buddy. You know, where do you want to start in the South? Do you want to start with one of your teams? Do you want to start with Tennessee? Yeah. Okay. Why not? Well, let's take the Titans. The Titans, who did a little bit of floating around the draft themselves, they 
started off in the first round and actually held pack because they were the team that I was really high on saying, hey, you know what, they're going to jump up and grab a quarterback. And instead, they stayed at 11. They grabbed Peter Skaronsky, the most plug-and-play lineman in this draft. Now, is he a tackle? Is he a guard? Doesn't matter. He's going to start right away for them. There's no doubt about that. Into the second round, uh, when you look at where the Titans were at and what they were able to do, I honestly don't know if they had a pick in the second round because of all the movement they've been doing uh, over the course of the years. And they, they had Will Levis, who they grabbed in the second pick. See, this is what happens when I try they to move things real time. As I say, they moved they up did. and grabbed they Levis. Up. They got Skaronsky and Levis, and you can't you can't hate it that much. I mean, Skaronsky, like I said, he, he's one of the safest picks in the entire draft. Right. But, well, as long as he's on the interior. On sure. the outside, not safe. He still could be he, he could, could be, be a tackle. Right. But he terrifies me as a tackle. But on the interior, absolutely stellar player. Right. An awesome value where they got him, which is crazy because you're only talking about like top twelve picks. Sure. And so, Will Levis is in a great situation because he's yeah. not gonna have to start next year. Ryan Tannehill nope. is a starter in Tennessee. He's got this year to learn. The the unfortunate part for Tannehill is he knows now he's done. He after this year he is done. They're gonna move on from him. They're going to put uh, Will Levis in as the starter in Tennessee. He gets to stay close to where he played college ball in Kentucky. I was off by a state. I went a state south, north instead of south. I thought he was going to be in Indianapolis. Instead, he's in Tennessee. Now, they also grabbed in the third round, and you'll appreciate this, JP, Tajay Spears. Oh, that's my guy. Right, and so he is going to go into the backfield along with Derrick Henry to maybe give Henry— Derrick Henry's going to give him the boot. Bit of a breather. Tajay's got it. Well, no, but again, Derrick Henry can maybe take a little bit of tread off the tires this year and be able to maybe only do 200 carries instead of 350 and yeah. put Tajay Spears in there along with him. Well, Henry's getting worn down. So that's, that, that's happens, a war- I bet even Derrick Henry's, uh, that's a warm welcome. Right. He's like. As much as Henry might be annoyed with them drafting his A little his tip of the hat from Henry. He's like, okay, right? He's all, like, right. Okay. all right. All right. I can still get 1,000 yards and not have to work as hard. Sounds good. And so, again, that's a great uh, spot for him to learn from. So maybe not the best draft, but we understand why they did what they did and what they're looking forward to, what they're trying to build there in Tennessee uh, as they more or less rebuild within. They're trying not to tear it down. They're trying to just reload, so to speak. Uh, Other teams in the NFC South, you know what? It's about time. Let's talk about the bonkers Houston Texans draft. Brad, I don't know what you think about the Houston Texans, what they did, but they had C.J. Stroud at two, and then they traded back up to three to get Will Anderson. And I still wasn't able to track down which guy out there made that call, but one of the prognosticators in the world of of all of the people. It was DJ. Was it DJ? Okay. It was DJ. So it was. It was DJ. Your boy, JP, he called this with the Texans taking C.J. Stroud at two, Will Anderson at three when they traded up for him. And again, they had a lot of picks, so it was fair enough that they they made a move like that. But two two picks right at the top of the draft uh, had to give up some capital in the second round to do that. But obviously, they felt okay about that. So uh, no second round. Sorry, and uh, tail end of the second round, they grabbed Juice Scruggs at center, which was probably a bit of a reach. I think all of us thought that Olu Olu was going to go before Juice Scruggs. They're per- they're fairly even, but I thought Olu would have gone before. And again, yeah. Juice Scruggs at the end of the second round was a bit of a reach in our opinion, in my opinion, at least. Yes. They grabbed Tank Dell at the 69th pick mm-hmm. in, in the draft, which to me feels like we lost Brandon Cook, so let's bring in almost the same thing. There are only two things that matter here. One, they got the quarterback. Well, the three things. they got the, One, they got the quarterback that they, I hope, 
thought was going to be their guy. Or so at good, least their second guy. Good for them. Uh, I'm terrified one. about the, 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 the processing 18. test. Yeah, the 18. <laughs> I hope he wears number 18 and just tries to yes. like make a joke out of it. Oh, man. I think be that awesome. would just be hilarious if, think if Stroud that. wears 18. That'd be great. But um, I also love the fact that they went up and got the best player in the draft. Sure. Um, but I also absolutely hate the fact that they gave up paid, a second round pick, paid a first round pick, and a first round pick next year. They <laughs> paid the price to go up to get a QB for a defensive player. Sure. Even if he's the best player in the draft, like, like, come on, was there somebody? So we knew Levis, Levis slipped, but you still right. had Richardson who went like the next pick. Right. So if some, if there had to, there had to have been another team that wanted Levis or not right. Levis uh, Richardson AR fifteen or right. AR five now AR five now yeah AR five now, but it, it why pay that why compete with that My only take on this is Casario. That's a lot. Well, here's what here's here's my take. They still on got it. two pair a pick the one pick now no because no, they. Yeah, because they gave up the pick to Arizona. Right. So my take on this is Nick Casario wants to keep his job as the GM there. So he he got some good picks to help him out this year. And two, they had so many picks in the next two drafts that they thought it's going to be hard for us to keep all these rookies. Let's just roll them into a couple of good players. That's that's the theory that I have working. I'm not saying it's a good theory, but that's what I've got working. And so the one thing we can say, their first round, amazing. The rest of the draft, yeah, we'll see what happens. Keep yeah, when up. you factor in what they gave up, though, like, I mean, they got some awesome players, but I don't, when you look at it in totality, like, I don't think I like this draft. It, it all comes down to, is C.J. Stroud a legitimate starting quarterback? And both of us had him on our potential bust list. Yep. So that's really what it comes down to for them. We'll cross that bridge a little later on. Three years from now, we'll talk about him, right? Uh, we'll see what happens. So uh, as far as the rest of the uh, NFC South goes, the Indianapolis Colts, took the guy we talked about he was 15 in college he was five in the youth so he's gonna be five in the nfl who was the last good quarterback that wore number five by the way number donovan five. mcnab mcnab probably is the last one anybody else jeff garcia no good he's though. not good i'm kidding he was he was uh, he was it's solid fun. he wasn't good fun. he was all right but yeah but that's my point so not a whole lot of great f not a whole lot of great five no. quarterbacks out there so other than Don McNabb, maybe Anthony Richardson can be the next great five quarterback. Well, along with Anthony Richardson, they grabbed Julius Brents, another big-bodied guy, a corner that, that I liked uh, midway through the second round, was about where I thought where he would go. So I'm not upset about that pick. And then they got my boy Josh Downs, who you can't stand, but I like. I think he's going to be great as a slot guy for them there in Indianapolis. And so I'm not upset about this draft for Indianapolis. Stop looking at me like that and say something. That's not a word. <laughs> Why do you hate Josh Downs? He only you tell has me room. something there's to like about him. He has room for one small wide receiver a year, and that was Zay Flowers. That's all he can I do. I mean, I don't know. I just I. We disagree about Josh Downs. Good. Josh Downs was the only option on a team for Howell and May and. I and he know. was solid. He's going to thrive being a third option in Indianapolis. You know why? Cool. Because I'm going to win that bet. I'm going to beat you. I'm winning this bet. You're not. It's going to be this awesome. Bet. This I, time next year, when you finally pay off the Raji bet by throwing Rice water in Brad's Super Bowl face. MVP. 
Uh, you're going to throw water in Brad's face, and I'm going to throw, I don't it's know, pudding in your Chiefs face. going to be the Chiefs and the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Chiefs are going to win it, and Raji Rice is just going to dance in Hollywood. Now I'm just going to take a picture. I'm going to throw pudding in your face next and year. It's going to be awesome. Sign it and give it to you. I'm going to get your wife to take video of me throwing pudding in your beard. It's what are you going to do awesome. with a signed picture of Raji Rice holding the Super Bowl tra- trophy in Disney World? <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. Next year when we're at I'm the draft in Detroit, it's going to be amazing. All right, so the, the the Colts overall, they needed a quarterback. They picked up Anthony Richardson, who's going to be a guy that, because they've got Gardner Minshew, they don't have to rush in, so he should be able to start this next year. Julius Brents is going to start uh, most likely at one of the corner spots or at least be a rotational piece for them. Josh Downs is going to step in and probably be a third guy. So I, I like where they've gone from there, even if you don't like you know some of the pieces they have here. I, I do feel like they're in good shape, and Anthony Richardson is going to have some time to actually learn behind them. Now to your favorite team in the South, Jacksonville. The Jaguars, at the end of the first round, grabbed Anson Harrison, one of your favorite linemen, JP, and also grabbed Brenton Strange at the end of the third, second round, which I thought was a bit strange, and then Tank Bigsby running back in uh, towards the end of the third round. So walk me through their draft so far, because I'm on the fence about it. Love Harrison. The rest, I would say, I'm on the fence about as well. <laughs> <laughs> but I really do like Anton Harrison. I mean, he's that's an Very awesome athletic. pick, and he that's I mean, I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. It's one of the ones I mocked many, many times. I think I even did it in my final mock. Wait, did no, you did. You and you didn't have him at uh, Jacksonville because you had uh, you had uh, the uh, from just, Maryland. The the corner going there, or you know you had you had a branch. You had your boy Branch going there. Okay, but I did. I think in my final mock, I had him going. I had Harrison going to Tampa. You're right. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, dude, it's he's kind of a I, plug and play guy. I love Harrison. The rest I'm on the fence about. We'll see. Strange. Um, I wouldn't. Guy. I wouldn't bash them, but I wouldn't praise them. They're just kind of like an in the middle. I'd give him like a B range. Yeah, grade, my thing was strange so far. So far, because again, you got you got. Ingram I like there. Strange. If you put him as a third round, late third round, so late second the, round, you said they got Tank Dell, right? That, that's no, right. no, they didn't get Tank Dell. They got Tank Bigsby. Tank Bigsby. Okay. Yeah. So either way, like, yeah, Strange and Harrison, I'm on board with. Strange was a guy that was rising a lot for me. But I still think that's a rich to put him in the second round. Hundred <laughs> percent. But again, but that's why I said I'm on the fence. I'm look, just trying to like be honest and like sure. okay. Well, the good news for Strange is he's got a year with Evan Ingram there to kind of learn the offense, block, get some catches, and see if he can step into that role. And it's good for Jacksonville because they can see if he can step into that role. Tank Bigsby automatically going to be that complement to Etienne, kind of what they had with Robinson, but in a different respect, right? So Bigsby, definitely a, a rotational piece for them in the in the, the backfield. Another weapon for them to bring into that situation. So... Let's see, the South, we did Houston, we did Jacksonville, we did Indianapolis. Who else have we got in the South, buddy? Sleeping Beauty. We'll get to to Brad Brad in a minute here. I'm focusing on you. Uh, Well, hit me with it. Give me me the two. It's your other team in the South. Who you got besides Jacksonville? Oh, well, I I know. We already went over them, though. Tennessee. Right. I know. I'm just having fun with you. I keep forgetting how many teams we've been over in each division. So we're going to go to the AFC East. And in the East, do you want to start with one of your teams or one of my yes. teams? Which one do you want to start with? Pats, baby. Okay. Gonzo. Go. <laughs> I knew you wanted to go Gonzo. Go ahead. 
New England Patriots. Just go ahead and start ripping through them. I'll, I'll give you their picks, and then you can you can go to town. So again, they took uh, they took Christian Gonzalez at the 17 pick after trading back in the first round. In the second round, the Patriots kind of more or less. I don't even know. I'm trying to just stall for time right now. They didn't actually Gonzo. have. They didn't have a pick in the second round, did they? Just say Gonzo. They did not have a pick in the second round. No, but they take it back. They had Keon White. They grabbed in the second round. Just say Gonzo. Gonzo, Keon White in the second round. And then in the third round, the Patriots grabbed Marte Mapu from Sacramento State, who is a hybrid safety linebacker who a lot of people have been high on, even if he went a little higher than they thought he would be. But so, yeah, those three picks. So Mapu and then your boy Gonzo. Gonzo is my guy. Everybody knows that I had him as second best player in the draft. They got him at 17, slam dunk, A-plus, crushed it, nailed it. Lions should have taken him instead of Gibbs. Let's move on or I'll get super depressed, even though it is my second favorite team (laughs) getting him. Right. And again, he's going to lock down one half of the defense. But then you go to you go to Keon, Keon White, White though. In middle of the, the second round. Here's the thing. Every time New England takes any type of front seven player, I bash them and say I that's not going to work. That's a bad player. It's a bad fit. Blah blah blah. Right. blah. Then it ends up being some Chandler Jones type stuff, or then <laughs> it works. So. You know what? I don't like Keon White, but guess what? Belichick will probably figure it out. He's well, one a defensive genius. One of the things Mar- I find interesting. In Marte? Hang on, before you get to him. You know who went right before Keon White? Julius Brents and Brian Branch. How much do you want to bet Bill Belichick wanted one of those two guys? Was- I ha- he definitely wanted Brian Branch. He's boys with Saban. That's why I think Detroit traded up. I think so, too. Yeah. Which I'm thankful they did, but <laughs> right. I, w- I, I would have taken him at 34. But again, Keon White sitting at 46 when people thought he was going to be a first-round draft pick, that's not bad value for the Patriots to get him there. No, it's when, awesome. Like, again, the Patriots, it's high. Like, I don't know. Like He's he's not a guy either of us thought was a first-round draft pick. It's weird that, like, I mean, I love Gonzo, but sure. I, like as far as Keon White, like, it's a guy that I didn't like, but where they got him and where he was expected to go, mm-hmm. they got a steal. And then I think they reached a little bit for Marte. Well, Marte Mapu is a guy that we a lot liked of people him. Thought, right, he, a lot of people we liked him, him, but I liked him as a late day three guy. Right, he was more of a fourth, fifth round draft pick, even in my opinion. You probably have more of a sixth, but yeah, he's a guy that he so so you know that he is probably a a mirror image of another guy that I love that hasn't gone yet in JL Skinner. Like we talked about JL Skinner being someone that I was a huge fan of. Is he your favorite guy available? He's my favorite guy available. <laughs> I mean, without even looking at the list, he's my favorite guy available. Marte Mapu is almost the exact same player. And people just, he rose up draft boards when JL Skinner dropped down draft boards. And apparently, our discussion of the AFC East is pretty dull to Brad, but we'll get to him in a bit. His teams haven't come up yet. He's, he's just kind of taking a little snooze while we move through uh, your teams. And other players. Other teams in the AFC East, though, there's that team that we got to talk about in New York, and it's not the team you keep trying to thrust upon me. It is the Jets. And the New York Jets, they had some fun. Because any draft, and you talked about this last year when you said your favorite, the, the team who won the draft were the Rams because they won a Super Bowl mm-hmm. off of Matt Stafford. So next year's draft 
It might they be the Jets. They are not winning no Super Bowl. <laughs> it's not. Come on now. I had to do that Don't to you. Don't okay. even speak that into existence. It's not <laughs> happening. Sorry, I can't. It's My hard for me to goodness. even do it with a straight face. Salah, I love you, dude, voice. but you got to leave that team. All right, you, so the Jets obviously picked up Aaron Rodgers this week. Everybody knows that that happened. They also swapped with the Packers, so they swapped 13 for 15. They grabbed Will McDonald, who can jump over cars, uh, at the 15th pick, which was probably higher than either of us thought he was going to go. I thought he was going to go at the end of the first round, went in the middle, good for him. Uh, but it also meant that they gave up one of their second-round picks, but they have Will McDonald. They have Joe Tipman that they grabbed in the second round. Which is your favorite center. The, the best center. The best center, according to you. Uh, and Brad those disagrees. Their, he thinks John Michael Schmitz is. Well, hey. well, their two picks that they had were were Joe Tipman and Will McDonald the fourth. And so what they've done for themselves is shore up an offensive line that needed help across the board. Wherever you put Tipman, and he can fit any of those three interior line positions. Yep. He is an automatic starter day one. Uh, the other thing with Will McDonald, they have about 18 different uh, ends right now. So I'm not sure what their plan is, but McDonald is still a piece that you can put anywhere and expect production out of. He's a little thin. but He's I, only I 240. Mean, yeah, he's a little thin. I don't know. But my thing is there with the Jets, though, I mean, It is tough, man. I just feel like they should have gone offensive line earlier. I know I love sure. Tittman. He's my favorite center, so I, that's fine. They, but they should – O-line, D-line, like, I, I don't know. Sure. I, I just I'm, – I'm having a tough time figuring out how Will McDonald fits and or makes sense at where they took him. Don't worry, so are Jets fans. Are they? A little bit. Okay. They're, they're just still ups- happy about Aaron Rodgers. They don't really care about anything else. But I do agree with you. I think that the Jets needed help on the offensive line. And, and again, Tipman is going to help them. But they are really banking on their incredibly injury-prone tackles being healthy this year. <laughs> I mean, you're just smiling yeah. at me, nodding. And because, again, yeah, because I can't wait to see that beautiful disaster in oh, Aaron Rodgers. Going down and Look, watching Jordan Love have a plethora of weapons to given, throw to. You still, don't, you still don't want the Packers to do well, though. No. No. But given your disdain for Packers players playing well somewhere else, look at that, Josh Downs catching a touchdown pass. Just a little reminder. We're still watching NFL while we're talking about this. Uh, but the Jets, third least favorite team-ish? Second least favorite team somewhere in that ballpark? Third. Third? Okay, yeah. So, could it have been a better opportunity for you to rag on Aaron Rodgers again than going from the Packers to the Jets? No, it's quite, it's quite beautiful. Exactly. I mean, and Packers, so, Bears, Jets. Sorry. Well, fans. I'm wearing, I'm wearing, I'm, I've got my Buckus jersey on right now. Dad, I hope you appreciate it. Uh, and again, I was raised that way, dude. The one thing we can both agree on, you and I, and we're both Lions fans, but we can also both agree the Packers suck. Yeah. So, Sorry. moving on from the Packer talk, because we're into the AFC right now, the Buffalo Bills. We we thought they'd take Jack Campbell, but the Lions pulled that away from them. So they took Dalton Kincaid instead, and they got Kincaid in the first round. And then into the second round, uh, the Bills were picking, uh, obviously, again, towards the end of the round, and they grabbed Osiris Torrance toward the end of the second round when he was a guy we both thought was going to go towards the end of the first round. Uh, and then the Bills later on in the third round grabbed Dorian Williams from Tulane. 
And that was so their three picks: Dorian Williams, Osiris Torres. Yeah, Dalton you got to recite them, Dan. A plus, hundred percent. But the thing is, is like I, I didn't realize like it even had potential for an A plus because I like I mm-hmm. everybody knows I love Kincaid. You but you I talked about him Kincaid. all year long. You love but I also always Torrance. say that I don't like tight ends in the first. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. No, if we would have flipped Kincaid a luxury pick, I guess you can kind of do that. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Sure. And then all of a sudden they get Torrance. I'm like, well, damn, if you flip them both, then that's a steal. And then they got Dorian Williams. Your boy. It's like, my goodness. <laughs> they crushed it. They Like the Bills, to me, the Bills and the Lions had similar drafts. You were already like, look a Bills at the whole fan. thing. Like you already, you know, Patriots first, but Bills second in that division. Well, no, no it's third. A, Sorry, a, you yeah. love Miami too. It's a weird division. It's for a you. weird division because I love my second favorite teams, the Patriots. But then I just kind of like have a soft spot for the Bills and the and the Dolphins, and I just really despise the Jets. The Jets, sure. But the Bills had a great draft, which I'm very happy to rub into you that I get to talk about them, because again, all three of the players they took are immediate needs. Immediate and awesome fills. And they will start. Exactly. They will all start, and they will all make an impact. Buffalo, I'm not saying that they are the odds-on favorite to win the AFC next year, but, boy, they're putting themselves in good shape. And I'm very happy about that. Uh, not that I'm not, not that I'm not also a New England fan, but, man, I, I still, one of my earliest memories of Super Bowls, JP, we talked about this, is Buffalo whiffing yeah. on the field goal with Scott Norwood just being about three feet right. Or left, whichever one it was, three feet off on a field goal to beat the Giants of all teams. Which Your team. Stop. None of that. The Bills. That's where it started, folks. Should have beaten the Giants. And that's probably what started the trauma for me, right? At any rate, point being, they still haven't won. I'd love to see them win it. I'd love to see Josh Allen win one. I'd love to see that whole city be able to party because I feel like Beef on Weck would just be going crazy out there in Buffalo. We'll get to that later on. We've been through three divisions. Let's go out west. You're watching. Who are we watching right now? DJ Turner. Run the DJ 40 Burner all over again. Turner. Yeah. That's a whole other story. And we've talked about this, too. And we talked about this to Brad uh, earlier as he's taking a nap right now. But he is going to time us this summer as we try to do the three-cone drill, which I don't even know what that is. So I got to practice what that is before we even do oh, it. Oh, I thought we were doing it next year for the combine. No, no. We're going to do it th- this year at like our, our fantasy draft. Oh. You got the summer to practice. Right. You are going to waste me on the bench press, but I feel like I got a decent chance at most of the rest of the bench press. I think you will win the bench press and the vertical. The broad jump is up in the air. I think I can win some of the other ones because I feel like I have more agility than you because you don't have an ACL in one of your legs. I'm going to crush you in everything. <laughs> That's your teaser for later on in the year, guys. All right. Moving into the AFC West. The AFC West, let's do uh, let's do the easy team first. Let's do the Broncos. Because the Broncos had three picks, and they, they traded up into the second round to get one of them. They grabbed Marvin Mims at the end of the second round. They grabbed Drew Sanders at the beginning of the third round and Riley Moss at the end of the third round. That's not bad with what they had to work with. You could damn there flip the whole thing and it'd make more sense. Well, admittedly, Riley Moss and then Mims just flip those two, put Sanders and where he's at, and everybody's happy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but are you upset with those picks? Yes. I'm not a big Mims fan at all. Okay, why not? Uh, well, I just I'm not a big Mims. Fan. Dude takes the top off defense. I get man. it. 
I he's get it. Short, okay, but he's I don't, I'm not a big fan, but I don't hate him. But I'm he's just, Antonio I'm just Brown bleh. without the character issues. I'm bleh. Was what I am with him. Antonio but Brown with with Sanders. Tell me why they needed him. Why wouldn't you need somebody like they that? They have two good linebackers already. What's the third? Let's go. Okay. You of all people should be on board with more linebackers. I am well aware of these things, but I just, <laughs> dude, I just, I don't. I like, I guess I like those players. I'm just trying to figure out how, how it makes sense or moves the needle for Denver. Anything moves the needle for them after last year. Yeah, quarterback. That's what I mean. Because now Russell can just toss bombs up to to Mims and and help himself out. But you love Riley Moss. Riley Moss is going to help Denver. Is he? Yep. I don't disagree. (laughs) I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Because I, I love, I love Moss. I love Sanders. I, I like. I actually really like Mims. I just, I don't know. A lot of it just doesn't make sense to me. Sure. And again, let's be honest. We, full disclosure. It maybe most, it does. I don't know. Most of what it Denver's done the last couple weird, years, dude. Most of what Denver has done the last couple of years has not made sense to us. And maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I just don't trust them. So it's sure. like, no matter what they did, maybe I'm just going into it thinking that. Yeah. But I just. I don't know. I don't have a good feeling about it. Right. And so I will say they have three good players, but how they yep. choose to use them is the question mark. We Definitely will see. going forward for them. Kansas City, a team that, uh, I mean, obviously defending champs, right? They took my boy. They got Felix. Our boy. Well, my boy first. Full disclosure, as I did the the Lions draft live, yeah. like, okay, if I were here, I'd take this pick mm-hmm. type thing, knowing I would have taken Gonzo instead right. of Gibbs. When when 18 rolled around, I was like, okay, I know I got to take Campbell, but I was very tempted to take Felix there. Yeah. So that that says what I how I feel about Felix. Were you also tempted to take Raji Rice before they took him in the 24th pick in the second round? Why do you got to do that to me? <laughs> Are you a Kansas City fan now? Only because it's going to make you stop eat crow. Dang it. You and your bird eating yes. endeavors. So, Can't yes, our wait. Our bet has been thrown in. So, are into, you a non Kansas City fan now? For roughly the next 100 and 365 days, potentially, right? Uh, so, again, the bet that we made involved Raji Rice not having a good rookie year, and now he's got freaking Patrick Mahomes throwing him the ball. The only thing that makes me feel. And he's already okay, the best wide receiver on the team. Stop. The only thing that well, makes me better? feel. Who's better? Stop. Who's better? I don't know yet. I, let me give to that later. But the only thing that makes me feel better about that is they have Kelsey, they have. Not a wide receiver. They have uh, Marcus Vellis Gatling. They have Sky Moore. They Big have whoop. guys who can take targets Big away from Rushy Rice. Whoop. That's the only thing that makes me feel like I have a shot right now. And they you've don't got, even have a running back. Well, you've got the best quarterback with Rushy Rice. So I am praying. But we made the bet before we knew where they were we getting drafted. We did, and I'm not reneging on the bet. But I am praying that Rushy Rice has an okay Oh, look year. it. Is that a sign of things to come? No, it's a weird-looking Kansas City mascot. The Chiefs yeah. have like some weird-looking coyote and there's thing as Zeus a mascot. Putting up a fence. Wait till Which, you see Raji Rice. Much respect for what he does for the community. Yeah. Big fan of all of the NFL guys that do what they can for their community to help out. Again, these guys have got millions of dollars, so them even getting a little bit much appreciated when they do that. But getting back to the draft, wow, Blackberry. Okay, getting back to the draft and the beer. Felix, Ooh. Rashi Rice, Wanya Morris. Uh, in the third round, probably a bit of a stretch for what we thought he would be, but another tackle that has some versatility potentially as a developmental piece 
because they still need help on the offensive line a little bit here and there. I don't know what your thoughts on Wanya Morris. He's, he's definitely a guy that I think needs some work, but he could turn out to be all right. He was a guy who was on my radar, and I was very intrigued, but I was not intrigued whatsoever at this point. Mm-hmm. So. Not a, a three round, a top three guy for us. But I'm not going to dog the class too much because they might have got the best wide receiver in the entire thing. And the best edge rusher. Second best. And, yeah. Second best. I will admit, Will is the best. Felix is the second best. And he's probably the third best because you got Lucas. Who I no. Hope, Felix I is going to have more Lucas sacks than sucks Lucas. No. Felix is going to have more Lucas sacks than Van Lucas. Lucas Van Ness can just suck. Right. Are you on board with me? Felix is going to have more than Lucas? Or do you want to bet that? How awful would you feel if you had to make a bet that resulted in a Packer doing well? I hate it. You going to do it? I'm not going to take a bet on this. Good man. Because (laughs) I don't want to bet on a Packer. No, nor should you. But I also think it's extremely close. It's going to be interesting, actually. I'm quite curious to see how that works out. All right. Talk about your Raiders. They took Tyree Wilson. With the uh, the the seventh pick in the first round, they took Michael Mayer of the second pick in the four in the second or fourth pick rather in the second round. Took Byron Young with the seventh pick in the third round, and then Trey Tucker, who they must have missed named on their board from Cincinnati at the end of the third round. So again, they took Tyree Wilson, Michael Mayer, Byron Young, Trey Tucker. Your thoughts? Don't like it at all. Whoops. Is whoops your word for them? I mean, come on. I, I said Tyree Wilson was going to be a boss the entire time. Then before the like draft comes out, no, he doesn't. Because he's he not. He feels like the kind of player the Raiders no, take a they, chance like, on. they're obsessed with speed. I'm still, like, I he's still power. think Raiders and speed. Power. But anyways, like, then before the draft comes out, he's got a foot injury. How serious is it? And then it's apparently serious, and now he may not start the season. Who the hell knows when he's going to play? Mm-hmm. So now you just spent the seventh overall pick. Like, what? they should have just taken Gonzo at seven. Right. My goodness. Or an old lineman. To, actually, they should have taken well, no an old lineman. They should have. No. Hell no. They should have <laughs> taken a, an old lineman All in of my were mind. There. All of them did, were there. Yes. No. They Paris still haven't taken gone. an Paris would have been gone, right? Oh, Paris was gone. Sorry, yeah. yes. Paris. One, but they they should have taken an all line. All of them, but, which they haven't taken yet. They had four picks. I no don't. O-line. I don't mind Michael Mayer, but outside of that, the rest of that class, I just don't like. Sure. I just I. Byron I Young, know. not a bad player, but not where we wanted him to go. Uh, Trey Tucker did not think he was going to go in the first five rounds, much less the third round. I just don't like it, Dan. But you love but, the Raiders. I do, so that's where I guess where I defer to you. Am I being irrational because it's no. a team that I actually like quite a bit, or is it just a bad class? I it, think it's a really bad class. Well, here's the thing. It comes down to – I is, do want to give them full props, though. Right. Because they did take Tyree Wilson, which eliminated Detroit take the him. ability for Detroit to take him. <laughs> if Detroit – okay, we literally have Brad song logs right now. This is what happens when we do a draft into past midnight. We get a little a little nodding off from the uh, the commentary, right? But we'll, we'll wrap this up pretty quickly here. We're almost done. So Michael Mayer, not a bad pick for them in the second round. Tyree very much could go either way. He could be a star. He could be an absolute spud, right? Spud or a dud, right? One or the other. He could be uh, complete and total you know, French fry. Like It might not be anything out of him. Byron Young, another guy that could be great. It could be solid, might not be much. Trey Turner, or Trey Tucker, I have zero 
Zero faith in Trey Tucker personally. He's probably an awesome dude. None of this is to knock him as a human being, but as a contributor to the to the NFL offense of the Raiders, not really feeling a lot of confidence there. So concerned about a team that you like there, buddy. It's a bit rough. It's a bit rough. Brad, Brad, Brad's team, the Los Angeles, which still feels weird, Chargers. They take Quentin Johnson, they take Tuli Tupelopu, and they take Diane Henley. Talk about an athletic draft, dude. Yeah, they've definitely gotten faster, which was a big need. They've gotten probably a little stronger, especially with the second-round pick. <laughs> it, I don't know. I, we all like Tuli. Quentin Johnson, I'm still not 100% sold on. Everything's there. It's just not... If he hangs on to the ball, right. he's going to be a star. Yeah, maybe. He doesn't really run routes either. I don't know. You don't I love this. Routes. I love this fucking class. You love Quentin. That's why. I do. Well, and you know Thule, what? He does better. I love Thule's my prime. Who my favorite more? pick they made. Uh, Thule at the for value. <laughs> Thule. Absolutely. I love Thule. But you know what? Here's the thing. Like, I was dogging Henley the entire time because PFF says he's the best linebacker. And I'm like, ah. What are you talking about? He's not even nowhere near the best. Nowhere near the best. But, at third but round, where they the got him, round? like, is pretty solid value. Like, I'm not mad about it. Like, I this class is sure. very good. End of the third round for a linebacker that's a converted wide receiver, safety, whatever. Super athletic. Was nervous when they were mocking him at the beginning of the second. End of the third? I'm in. Dude. This is I, a good I love draft. the class. Good draft for the Chargers. Uh, and I'll again, try to take your enthusiasm later. <laughs> It'll be a better draft if Q hangs on to the football. That's the only question yeah. mark in there. In my que- Here's the thing. Is Q going to be more Braylon Edwards? Or is he going to be more, you know, another guy on the team? And is he going to be basically, you know, the, the next, uh, the next, why am I blanking on his name right now? Their, their, their guy. Help me out. Mike Williams? No, other one. Keenan Thank Allen? you, Keenan Allen. Is he the next Keenan Allen on their team? He's definitely nothing like Keenan Allen. Awkward. I would say he's more like Mike Williams, if anything. Hopefully more healthy. <laughs> healthy, he's right. He's also yeah. not like Mike Williams. He's, yeah. <laughs> um, Q is big and catches the ball most of the time. With his so we'll see body. With his we'll stop. You catch the ball with your body and see how you like it. I have hands, even though they're small. <laughs> I catch with my hands. <laughs> oh, which paws. reminds me, tomorrow... We are going to do some of that. Brad, you're going to have to help us out with this. We are going to do some measurements tomorrow. Okay. Like hand size, wingspan, arm size. We're going to do those tomorrow. Lovely. It's going to be great. And that's mostly just so we can put to rest how freakishly large JP's hands are. All right. So let's wrap it up. We've had the uh, the Chargers. We've had the Raiders. We've had the Chiefs. we got one more team. Rashi Christ. Sorry. You said Chiefs, and I got... Uh, Honestly, we talked about the Broncos a little bit, too. So, I think we pretty much talked about yeah. every team. Dan, you've just tried to put a fifth team in every division. Honestly, what it is thing. is I can't remember who we've talked about because <laughs> I don't have a proper list in front of me right now. Uh-huh. This is what happens when you let us go live. It goes two hours, and Brad falls asleep. It's pretty wonderful. I'm old. I got a little kid. I, I go to sleep early. <laughs> All right. So, boys, last takes as we wrap up day two on the draft. Go, Brad. Go. Something. Give me something here. Uh, a bunch of tight ends went, but not a, a lot of ones that I didn't think would. Sure. JP, There's what do you think? There's still a couple tight ends that I figured would have been, you know, in the top 
six or seven, and there's some weird names coming off the board. JB, thoughts? I mean, it's hard for me not to just go back to the hometown team and try to rationalize or try to fully understand and accept this Gibbs pick. But um, sure. I think my, my natural thought is just that the national media is just destroying the the Lions through the the, the draft. Let but I think them. when Not they anymore. see the full class, let them. I think it's Steve gonna Smith be just different. Picked him as a top five class. I well, think if, it's gonna be Steve different. Smith is on board, then we're good to go. Yeah. I okay. Think, so I think things are gonna change. Now, and again, we're going to talk about this again tomorrow. I'm not sure how we're going to do tomorrow yet because uh, we've talked about doing like a pre or a post or a during or whatever. We'll come across as we go. Here are the best players currently available going into tomorrow, according to ESPN, with what they have. And I'm not going to cherry pick everybody, but in the top 25, you need to be a handful of names. Number one is Keely Ringo. He's on the list. We talked about him maybe even being a Should be gone. Pick. Should be gone. Uh, Aditomoa Adabare. Should be gone. Dewan Jones. He's a turd. Uh, Darius Rush, Chandler Zavala, Blake Freeland, Tyler Scott, the guy we thought should be gone mm, as a wide receiver. Not right. should be gone, just yeah. should be gone over the over other the guy, right. Cincinnati wide receiver. He should receiver. be gone, too. He should be a second round. Pick. Antonio Johnson, Charlie Jones, Corey Trice, A.T. Perry still out there, Israel Abaconda. Abaconda? Abaconda, just kidding. Abanaconda. Israel Abanaconda. Dude, I'm pronouncing things really poorly right uh, Anaconda now. Anaconda don't want none unless Israel Abanaconda. Your boy Daniel Scott's still out there. As well as Luke Whipler, Jacorian Bennett, and uh, even Jalen Duggan. So there's a lot of talent that's still there in the fourth Ooh, round. The first two and Whipler seem like the three that I think should 100% be gone. Well, I feel like Dewan Jones, whom people talk about him creeping into the first round. He's Apparently, first he, round he's uh, 700 pounds. Yeah. He, he's a large individual. So since the first day. He also day dunks of, the basketball. Since the first day of Senior Bowl, he mm -hmm. dominated practices sure. and then decided not to practice day two. Or day three, mm -hmm. and then he hasn't done any testing. And but he dunked he, a basketball. He's dunked a basketball, but he hasn't been <laughs> interviewing right. very. Well. He hasn't while given off a good impression of like a hard work. While we're on that topic, JP Brad, if you had the choice between Dewan Jones or Blake Freeland, who are you taking? Freeland. Oh, I'm probably still taking Dewan Jones, fat ass. Blake Freeland's <laughs> one of my top like four tackles. He's not. He's his technique agree. is not there. <laughs> I don't agree. But with I that. can't. I cannot not get excited about the size and athleticism. Of the There's guy has. a seventy pound difference between this. You can get scarred. Don't neck, agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Okay. So, I want Dewan Jones minus twenty five pounds. Okay. Well, that's a whole other. That ain't story. happening. Let's 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 do this right now. Given some Atkins, it could. Let, let's let's cap off. That's like a decade old. Let's cap <laughs> off uh, your your best prospect going into day three. Now I know you're going to do your top five tomorrow, but 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 I'm going to do take. top six, and instant I have no idea. Take, yet. Instant take your top player uh, for day three before you have a chance to sleep on it. Oh, dude, it's the top one ESPN had to. It's Keely Ringo. I mean, the guy never allowed a touchdown. Brad and he, he's a cornerback. They're a premium position. Yeah, I, I. It's either Keely Ringo, but to not copy, it would be Tyler Scott. Oh, okay, all right, cool. Uh, I, really I would say like, either I like Ringo. Tim, I like Tim over Hyatt. So sure, I'm either Ringo or the battery. The battery's fun to say, but that's just a workout warrior guy, and you're like the potential is through the roof, but the risk is 
He's got a, right, the lowest again, floor. He's got a basement. Sure. And he's got <laughs> he's got a tower. I'm actually really glad there. he's going day three. That <laughs> Me feels, too. That feels good for right. me. And that's, awesome. but that's, this is where we're getting to. So uh, tomorrow is day three. That's fourth through seventh round. And the one thing that we can all agree on is day three picks are more or less throwing the lottery shoot shot. Ball, right? Shoot, shoot, shoot a shot. shot throw Which is the perfect wall. for him. So with mm-hmm. that logic – then maybe he's the best player available, and you are right. Anybody is the best player. Just available. shoot your shot. Well, you're also hoping they get good special teams contributors like right. Jake Moody. Sweet. <laughs> Stop. He's gone. Stop oh, with Jake no. Moody. Okay. So we've gotten through three rounds. We've gotten kind of an idea where we feel like with the draft classes. Tomorrow we'll wrap up, uh, or maybe we'll be before, we'll be after. I have yet to figure out what we're going to do tomorrow. All I know is we're going to talk gonna about the draft. I'm exactly. I am no longer going to be in Bears gear. I'm going to put the Lions Thank stuff on. God. And so that way, JP might be more willing to be more than 20 or less than 20 feet away from me. And we'll wrap up with another year of the draft. But thank you guys for carrying on with this ridiculous attempt at something resembling a live draft. It's after midnight. We're going to drink a little more beer. We'll see you tomorrow with Draft Draft. Nah, it's a bang. Yeah, it's a bang.